And we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and you're watching and or listening to ABL Live. Thank y'all for joining me tonight. You could be almost anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me live on the show, and I appreciate y'all for that. We got a whole lot going on all over the internets, all over mainstream media, social media, everywhere, and I don't know where to start. First of all, we have some secret tunnels in New York City. We'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later. Also, Alaska Airlines and this whole door plug kerfuffle. We have an update on that. A pretty insulting update. We'll get to, we'll get to that a little bit more a little bit later. Also, Lloyd Austin, our defense secretary, sixth in line of secession, secretly went to Walter Reed to get a treatment. We have an update on that story as well. We'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later. Also, the courtroom jumper, the courtroom attacker in Las Vegas was back in action. And they threw the proverbial book at him. We'll talk, we'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later as well. Also, Bonnie Willis, the Fulton County District Attorney, is allegedly fornicating with a prosecutor that she brought on board to help prosecute the election interference case that involves one president, Donald J. Trump. Allegedly, she's engaging in some Ilhan Omar. My husband is my consultant. I'm following campaign money through him to go on lavish trips and vacations and things of this nature. We'll talk about all those things and more on tonight's episode of ABL Live. And thank y'all again for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these internets. If you like what you're hearing thus far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff that'll help me out tremendously. Shout out to you guys on the YouTube. Shout out to you guys on the Facebook. I appreciate you wherever you watching and or listening to me right now. Speaking of listening, this is also an audio streaming podcast. You can find me on your favorite audio streaming platforms, whether it be Apple, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, etc. Link for that will be in the box or wherever you listen to podcasts. I should be there. Just search ABL Live. I should pop right on up. Now, we got quite a bit to get into. We got a lot of videos I've not shown you yet throughout my regular daily uh, posts. But first things first, shout out to the sponsors. Shout out to Patriot post.us your best source of news and information anywhere on these interwebs their link will be in the description or just go to patriotpost.us right there in your browser and tell them that abl sent you also go to ablmerch.com that is a-b-l-m-e-r-c-h.com we got the hats t-shirts stickers hoodies mugs and more right there on the website ablmerch.com also, go to my regular website, anthonyblogan.com, and go to the front page of the website. You'll find articles for each video that I produce. And in the article, you'll find a decent summary, some links, sources, full video, whatever I can post on the website legally, I'll post there. Some things YouTube won't let me. Some things are copyright restricted. Some things they want to try to gatekeep or whatever. Everything will be right there on the front page of the website anthonyblogan.com that is a-n-t-h-o-n-y the letter b l-o-g-a-n dot c-o-m also go to anthonyblogan.com forward slash contact 
to find all my social media accounts, my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, not going to call it X. All that good stuff is right there. Also, my email address, my snail mail address, meaning my P.O. box. Everything will be on the contact page, anthonyblogan.com forward slash contact. And as I say, every single stream, please don't get scammed out there. There are imposter ABLs floating around the interwebs, especially on YouTube. And the easy way to identify these people is whenever I release a new video and you comment on the video, then someone replies to your comment who may look like me. They may have stolen my picture. Their name may look like mine, but then they're saying, hey, if you send me $5 million, I will give you $5 million and $75 in return. Great deal, ain't it? Just email me at this sketchy email and let's talk on WhatsApp with a 45-digit phone number and I will make sure you get all of your $75 US dollars back from your very small investment of $5 million. Now, obviously, I'm exaggerating, but you may get some kind of proposition like that. Please do not talk to these people do not engage these people. Do not send money. Do not send a gift card. Don't send them anything. If you want to support me, there's ways to do it on the website. There's ways to do it right here on this particular video. You got super chats and things of this nature. But don't send some random fool some money in a sketchy email. I'm a Nigerian scammer and I rob people for a living at gmail.com or I'm in Lithuania right now and I weigh... Um, 17,500 pounds at Outlook.com. These are fake emails. Please, please, please don't get scammed. This is 2024. We're in a brand new year. Nobody has any time for that. So we got a lot to get through today. And I thank you guys for being here. If you like what you're hearing so far, if you enjoy the content in general, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Now, shout out to you guys who may have come from Instagram. I'm going viral on Instagram right now. Instagram is crazy because I have about 100 or so thousand followers on Instagram compared to the over 1 million. And shout out to all 1 million knowing the YouTubes. And shout out to the 100,000 on Instagram. And if I have crossover people that subscribe to me everywhere, I thank you. I couldn't do it without you. But a lot of my stuff, it gets more views and more interaction on Instagram than YouTube is crazy. The platforms are weird. Facebook want to shut you out completely. Instagram gives you nothing but love. YouTube, they allow some things to go and some things they don't. It's really, really a weird game on the internets. But the video about the guy, the, the song that I made up um, about the, the Jewish guy coming from the, um, the tunnel, I made that song up on the spot. I was on... Twitter, and I was just typing, and I came up with a jingle just like that. I just, it was a random tweet, and then I'm like, hey, I could just, you know, perform it right quick on a voiceover, so then it, it was born. I just did it within a few minutes, and what's this video at right now on uh, uh, Instagram? It said 17 million views over, like, two days. <laughs> it's like... But that's how the internet works. It's just it's just like that. Now, in case you haven't seen it, and of course, there's going to be people that say 
things that are kind of hateful or whatever, but that's with anything. Anything that goes popular like that, anything that goes viral, people are going to hate. People are going to make their comments. It's like this whole Cat Williams Shannon Sharp interview you may have heard about. People are going to say negative things about that. People are going to find negative in anything, but I'm going to just show you the video right quick in case you haven't seen it. I think I put it on my YouTube shorts where it did, it did okay, but it's viral right now on, uh, on Instagram. So, and then people are reposting it and whatnot. So shout out to you guys. All right. And pe people thought that I was actually right there. No, it's a voiceover. I wasn't there filming it. It's just a voiceover. So check this out in case you haven't seen it. What in the Jewish mutant ninja turtle dreidels in the half shell tore our power is going on here. Look at your man emerging from the sewer. Get out of my way. What in the Jewish mutant ninja turtle dreidels in the half shell tore our power is going on here. Look at your man emerging from the sewer. Get out of my way. So when I was doing the voiceover, I was trying to time it perfect to where the get out of my way was at the very end. So it ended perfectly at the end of my voice. So I did it in like three or four takes just to get that part done at the end. But I had what I wanted to say on Twitter already. Just it was just an instantaneous thought. I had what I wanted in my mind. I let it play one more time for you guys who were telling me to stop talking and play it. What in the Jewish mutant ninja turtle dreidels in the half shell tore our power is going on here. Look at your man emerging from the sewer. Get out of my way. So yeah, shout out to these guys over in New York City, just building tunnels, <laughs> just doing whatever they want to do. My question is, okay, you're right there on the street. You can't just open the door and come out that way. But how much you get into the building through the tunnel? I don't get it. it you know, it, it's, it's okay. Nobody's going to hurt you. It's all right. It was weird. But yeah, shout out to my man over there in New York City. They're part of an ultra-Orthodox group. And even the people that were in the group said that the people that did the tunnels, these were like extremist members of the ultra-Orthodox. That's what they said. I don't really know. Maybe they're going to investigate. Maybe they're not. But I'm glad you guys enjoyed that. I just happened to type that, decided to perform it, and put it out there. There's no hate. Shout out to the shout out to the hat guys. Shout out to the Jays. It's all good. Okay, nothing but love. All right. You gotta be able to take jokes. It is what it is. I don't care. I don't care if you're black, white, Puerto Rican candy stripe. You're gonna get these jokes regardless. Nobody's safe. All right. So anyway, we got a lot more going on. And thank you guys again for being here. If you want to see that video again, if you want to share it with friends and family, it's on all platforms. I got it on my YouTube on the shorts. I got it on my Instagram. I got it on my Facebook. I think it's on Twitter now, too. Somebody reposted it and then I retweeted it on Twitter. So wherever you want, it's easy to find. All right. So shout out to you guys. Now, we got a lot of videos to get into, things I've not shown you yet. I saw about Chris Christie. Oh, we're talk We're going to talk about Chris Christie. Never you worry about Chris Christie. We're going to get into it for sure. I saw that he dropped out. And there's more about him. I may even do a video about Chris Christie specifically because not only did he drop out, but there's more about him that um, I could say in a video, okay? Because there's some other stuff that has come out about your man. All right, so first things first, shout out to Destiny and Alex Jones for their stream. I've not seen this yet. Maybe it's an older version. I have no idea when this came out. But this is kind of how it is in the YouTube comments sometimes. 
This is also how it is when I get certain calls on this show, when I try to, to have debates with people and they're not really trying to just keep their mouth closed. You're I look forward it. to you dodging you're the question it. again. You're doing, Go ahead. you're doing it. You're yep. doing it. No, you. Show. No, you. No, you. You. You're I look forward it. to you dodging you're the question it. again. You're Go ahead. It. You're doing it. Yep. You're doing it. No, you. Show. No, you. No, you. You. You're I look forward it. to you dodging. That's right. That that's is that's pretty much how you and your little cousins will argue on Christmas morning. That's how you and your your brothers and sisters will argue when you're about five, seven, six, fourteen, forty four. That's pretty much how y'all argue all the time. So that's Alex Jones and your man Destiny. Destiny's going through a few things right now. I'm sure you can use a few laughs at this particular moment, but let's keep on going. Now, speaking about Chris Christie, he did drop out. Okay, and I actually want to show this right here. Shout out to one of you guys sending me this. Okay, so Chris Christie dropped out because, you know what? This has been pretty difficult for him. He is taking time away from his buffet trips. The buffet is most important. Buffet is life, especially when you get, uh, <laughs> when, when you go to a Holiday Inn Express, and you can go downstairs, 8 o'clock in the morning, 7 o'clock in the morning, and get some of those hot and fresh waffles on the little iron. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, man. Like, look, I'm Mr. Health Conscious, right? And I like to count my calories sometimes, and I don't like being a walrus. You understand what I'm saying? I don't like looking like a whole love seat by myself just sitting down. But Holiday Inn Express, or so one of those hotels, when I stay there and they got that free breakfast in the morning and they got that waffle iron, where you can get the little packets of the mix and pour it in there and turn it. Oh, man, look, I be in there all morning eating waffle after waffle after waffle. When I'm done with them waffles, they got to roll me out of the building, open the double doors completely and just roll me out. So your main man, Chris Christie, has dropped out of the race officially and he's back to the buffet line with his pal, Stacey Abrams, that's right. They're going to tear all the buffets up on the eastern seaboard. Okay, ain't going to be no more muffins, waffles, donut holes, bacon, sausage, eggs, nothing, no more when he and his road dog, Stacey Abrams, are through. All right, now, let's get a little bit serious. Shout out to the Hot Twins. Um, He got caught on the hot mic talking about Nikki Haley. Oh, yes, he did. Now, this has been confirmed because I was wondering, okay, is this AI? Is this real? But I did my research. Like, I, I did my research on this. It was on New York Times. It's everywhere. All major news outlets are reporting it. He got caught on the hot mic talking about Nikki Haley. She's going to get trashed. And he also spoke about how much she has fundraised, which kind of explains a lot. And my question is, how did she raise so much money? Who's giving her this money? But I digress. And let's you know. not forget she spent sixty-eight million. Yeah. I mean, oh. like well, when you give land to China and places like that. Yeah, yeah that's gonna, what you get. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, she spent sixty-eight million so far, just on TV. Spent sixty-eight million so far. Fifty-nine million by DeSantis, and we. So you heard that he says that she spent sixty-eight million so far. And then your other man, DeSantis, 58. Spent 12. And he spent 12. Speaking about himself, Chris Christie. I mean, who's punching above their weight and who's getting a return on their investment? You know, Punching above their weight was hilarious. I think, 
everybody punches above their weight when it comes to you, Chris Christie. I don't think anybody weighs more than him in the history of presidents. I don't think so. My man right here is a super heavyweight, but I'm, I'm okay. Let's get serious. You know, and she's going to get smoked. And you and I both know it. She's not up to this. She she's still 20 points behind Trump in New Hampshire, right? Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And he's, gonna, he's still going to carry out, right? Yes. Oh, he's, I, t you know, I talked to De DeSantis called me, petrified that I would. He's probably getting out after Iowa. Well, he's so that's where it cuts off. Now, I'm sure that, I'm sure that DeSantis will be done after Iowa. He's done because there's no way, like, really, there's no way that anybody can reach Trump. Nobody's anywhere close to Trump. So at a certain point, you got to drop out. <laughs> I mean, there's no other choice. I mean, you, you can keep on going and keep the grift going, but everybody knows that you don't have a chance. So yeah, shout out to Chris Christie on the hot mic again. That's a real thing. I verified it. I fact checked it because you know how things are. I mean, you don't see someone's face and you got artificial intelligence and voice recognition, voice remapping, and it could have been the fake. No, that's 100% real. You heard what he said. He was like, look, Nikki Haley, she's going to get smoked. She has no chance. She's 20 points behind, and DeSantis will drop out. So, I mean, the last man standing will be Vivek, and I think he could be a dark horse to be Trump's VP pick, perhaps. That's a possibility. But anything beyond that, I don't think anybody has any chance of doing anything Aside from Trump. All right. So, yeah, shout out to your 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 main man. Um, what's, your, what's your man's name? Shout, shout out to your main man, uh, 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 Chris Christie. All right. Now, we got a whole lot more going on. And speaking about hot mics, we have reporters talking about Donald Trump in a pretty disturbing way. All right. You guys, man, you got to make sure that your microphone is not recording you. Or, you know what, better yet, uh, just don't say certain things that you don't want to get out there to the public. Oh, you leaked the information. Leaked the information. You said it on camera. You said it on the microphone. You leaked it. But anyway, let's hear some of this. Can we hear it or not? Nah? I'm having a few issues with Twitter playing some videos. Yeah, that one won't play. Well, basically, the reporters are talking about um, trying to delete Trump. Um, yeah, matter of fact, let me see if I can uh, find that on YouTube right quick. And if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. There we go. I got it. Twitter's having this, uh, little, little issues, but let's play some of this. All right, here we go. Throw it on the screen. Window open, he's hanging out of it. He'll be on the other side of the <laughs> I mean, if he's driving, we've got a good shot. Yeah, if he's driving with the front window open. Yeah, or if it's a convertible. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't thinking about that. Yeah, like if he just pulls up by like JFK. Yeah. It's like a JFK. <laughs> JFK. Now, see, when they were first talking, you might say, "Well, they're reporters, ABL. They're just taking pictures." When they say you got a good shot, they're talking about just being able to get a good picture. If they got a convertible, he's he's visible. You can you can see him and get a good picture. But JFK, why would you bring up JFK in the convertible talking about 
he's out the window, you get a good shot. What does that mean? I think that's a little bit more specific, speaking about trying to harm the president than anything else. And again, this is journalists. These are journalists talking about, or quote unquote, joking about deleting the president, uh, Donald Trump. Maybe someone, just like they told JFK, you know what you should do? You should take a convertible. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's, these, that's some of the reporters. And then they tell me that, oh, no, ABL, you know, it's not, we're not biased. I'm from we don't, we don't have bias. It's all good. You, you're wearing the 10 forehead, man, take a 10 forehead off. Okay, that seems like a lot of bias right there. That, that definitely seems pretty, pretty biased to me. Now... Speaking about more bias and speaking about um, the quiet part being said out loud, the migrant crisis rages on. We all know what's happening with that. We're just letting everybody come over. The border, there is no border. Okay, all you got to do is just walk over the fence, walk through the fence, and you'll get the Olay treatment from the federal rallies right there on the border. Come on in. It's all good. You want to just <laughs> just do whatever you want to our country? It's no problem. Come on through. It's fine. We'll take care of you. That's the message that you're going to hear at the border. You're going to see it at the border. And when you want to do things to stop that, speaking about Texas specifically, you're getting sued by the federales. They're just letting this whole thing happen. Now, my, I guess you would say my, my guess, my thought process is that this is being done on purpose so they could, just increase numbers of people. When you're talking about late stage republics, they try to increase their numbers, but I don't want to get too deep and heady right now, so I digress. The point is that they are trying to increase numbers by bringing in a bunch of illegal aliens and then giving them some kind of citizenship or legal status or something of that nature. That's what they're doing. Now, here is... um a New York state rep, Yvette Clark from Brooklyn talking about how this could benefit her district straight from the proverbial horse's mouth. Let's check it out. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. We have a diaspora that, that can absorb a significant number of these migrants. And I, that, you know, when I hear uh, colleagues talk about, uh, you know, the, 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 the doors of the inn being closed, um, no room in the end. I'm saying, you know, I, I need more people in my district, but just for redistricting purposes. And those members could could clearly uh, fit here. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. So, I mean, did you hear it? Hey, I'm in Brooklyn, New York. We're talking about we have enough of we have a capacity for these migrants. And yo, bring them onto my district. We need the people for districting purposes. Now, what does that sound like to you? What does that sound like to you? That sounds like gerrymandering. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Anybody that's illegal, legal, anybody that knows more than I do, anybody that's more intelligent than myself, please feel free to comment. Is that gerrymandering or no? That's what it sounds like. You want to bring in all these people for the purposes of districting. All right. So what's that? She's saying the quiet part out loud. So there, there you have it. I mean, <laughs> That's straight from Brooklyn, New York City. And you're wondering why these kind of things are happening. It's being done on purpose. They need the people for a lot of different reasons. For cheap labor, 
for districting purposes. I, I've said it once, and I will double down on it. The migrants are the new slaves. They're the new slaves. It was the same thing during slavery where you would pack a district with these people to increase your power in Congress. And then it, it got so bad that they had to have the three-fifths compromise where you couldn't just pack your district with slaves, people that you purchased, and have them count as people because they couldn't vote. They had no say-so. It didn't really matter. But that's going on. And now they're bringing in the migrants for the same thing. Okay, we're counting them on the census. That's going to increase the population, and we're going to be able to have that bolster us up. We're going to get more money. We're, we're going to get more things. That's the that's part of the whole purpose. They're the new slaves. They fit a specific purpose. They're being used for a specific purpose. Okay, you have human beings who are easily just used as pawns on the chessboard. It's simple. Regular normies can't necessarily be used so easily. Well, some of us can, but not so, not so freely. You can't just move 100,000 normies on a bus to New York City, and then they're going to be cool with it. I know I'm not going to go, hey, they say, you know what, ABL, we're going to just pack you on the bus, and you're going to go to New York City. I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm right here. I'm straight. I don't, I don't need to go to some housing project in Queensbridge, New York City. I'm good right here in my house and whatever I got set up. But if you're a migrant just trying to come to America, trying to go somewhere, you're cool with that. It's all good. You, you want to go to New York City. See how that works? But I digress. Now, we have um, what appears to be an insurrection. And we see these kinds of things all the time in local government, state government, all over the country. And it's been happening for years. But it's only an insurrection when we do it or when we are accused of doing it. But when they do it, meaning the left, it's not really an insurrection. And as a matter of fact, um, it's sometimes called something else. It's sometimes called something else, as Pramila Jayapal um, erroneously stated. And you know what you know what a fraud and slip is? Or forging slip, when you say something accidentally but you probably were thinking it you probably again said the quiet part out loud you were speaking your thoughts although you wanted to just say something different and without beating around the bush part in the expression let me just play what she said then we're going to get to the actual insurrection all outraged about many things but if we're going to talk about outrageous things that have happened or things that have never happened let's talk about the fact that president trump incited an erection uh, and huh? <laughs> maybe that too <laughs> i beg your pardon shut up silly woman I think we're all outraged about many things, but if we're going to talk about outrageous things that have happened or things that have never happened, let's talk about the fact that President Trump incited an erection. Uh, and <laughs> maybe that too. Okie dokie. So, hey, speak your mind. Speak your mind Wednesdays, I suppose. Just say whatever's on your mind. Just, just, you know, apparently she was trying to say Trump inspired an insurrection. But her mind was thinking about something else. Like, hey, right when I get done with this meeting, I'm taking this uh, suit jacket off and going over there to do something a little different. Okay, we're, we're not going to be 
politically motivated for too much longer. We're going to go over there and do a little something else. And that was um, U.S. House Rep. Pramila Jayapal from Michigan, right? If I'm not mistaken. Shout out to her. All right. Now let's get back to an actual insurrection. That's where you, that's the, you were trying to find that word, Pramila Jayapal, insurrection. Cool. Let's go to the actual insurrection. All right. Here we go. And by the way, this is going to be in Colorado, the Colorado capital. Shout out to Denver. Shout out to all the crack kids in Denver. Hey, calling her Miss PayPal is crazy. You guys are hilarious in the chat. Shout out to you. You guys are the best. Whenever I'm trying to like do this show, I got to keep focused on the videos and my content because if I go see the chat, I'm going to bust up laughing. So I think they're in the middle of session down here. You see the lady right there by the podium. And then you got these creatures up here just um, doing their own thing. Palestine protesters. Look, my thing is um, I saw some guys on the road blocking the road, the so-called Palestine protesters. Look, you want to do something like that, that's fine. But get out the road anyway. Let's keep on going. So that's Colorado State Capitol. They're trying to have their regular government proceedings. And then you got these creatures up here talking about Palestine. All right. Look, you you, you want to fight for Palestine? Okay, that's great. But you're kind of in the way. Now, here we go with another situation similar to this. This is going to be in San Francisco. They just voted 8-3 in support of a ceasefire resolution. Now, I don't know what kind of power San Francisco has in a ceasefire over in uh, the Middle East, but they voted for it, okay? So let's check it out. Man, look, if you live in San Francisco, God bless you. <laughs> because, look, if I got to see these humans and Whole Foods right next to me, Man, look, I don't want anybody looking like this breathing on my zucchini, okay? I don't want these humans breathing all on the avocado, all on the fettuccine noodles, all on the, the apples and oranges and all that good stuff, okay? I don't really want it. And these are actually the kind of decent humans. You got the, the crackheads and the doo-doo flingers. I don't want to be in that kind of environment. I'm good. I'm out here on the east, Chattanooga in Tennessee, got the mountains and the air and the space. It's beautiful. Hey, guess that baby's gender. I bet the mother doesn't know what the baby's gender is. <laughs> I bet they have no idea. I bet we got a they them right there in that pouch. So, yeah, pray for the baby. Now, I have more. I have some cringe, actually. If you thought that was cringe, you ain't seen. Look, 
if you thought that was cringe, you ain't seen nothing yet. And as a matter of fact, I was going to get to that in just um, a second, but I got to get into it right now, okay? Now, <laughs> this is an older video, but it's making its rounds. This came out back in October of 02, uh, not 02, October of 2022. So about a year and a half ago, this came out. But we're going to watch it together because I cringe when I saw it. So you're going to cringe as well. You ready? Now, let's read what this says here. Identity politics. It's a song. Oh, yeah. Get ready for a, a nice song. Identity politics from Amendment Writing Our Wrongs by Melissa Dunphy. Text by Stacey Abrams, Melissa Dunphy and Ida B. Wells. I'm sure Ida B. Wells did not sign off on this. I don't think Ida B. Wells came back from the upper room and say, okay, go ahead and rock out. But this is being done by the All Souls Choir, Jen Heyman, conductor, Jeffrey Lewis Cello. Check it out. You ready? Okay, I'll I'll stop torturing. <laughs> I'll stop torturing y'all. But yeah, if you thought you've seen cringe, you've not seen cringe yet. So yeah, these are the kind of things that they are singing about. And the crowd is so diverse. So diverse, ain't it? The people that talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion, it's like projection. Okay, you got a 98.9% white crowd. No racist. I'm just saying they're the ones talking about diversity. You got a you got a, a dip and dab of others in there, a little a little smitch of others in there. But yeah, shout out to them. All right. So are you going to go see them live if they come to your town? Are you going to go watch them live? You're going to pay a few ducats in the bucket to hear them perform. I, I don't know about y'all, but I think I'm good. I'm, I'm good to go. All right. So shout out to them. <laughs> 
Shout out to them. Again, uh, what, what was this called? Identity politics. <laughs> I guess it's about voting, things of this nature. Yeah, uh, being able to afford ID. Look, if you can't afford ID, that means you smoke crack for a living and you're just lazy on top of that. Not only are you a crack smoker, but you're a lazy crack smoker. People that smoke crack are able to get all kind of benefits from the government in which you got to have some kind of ID. They're able to get all types of checks and things of this nature. They got money, they got cell phones, but they can't get an ID. Come on, man, I'm not trying to buy it. You got these crackheads out here that literally um, smoke the Hunter Biden collection of crack every day, all day, and they got money for that, but not money for our ID. Please be serious. I see some of these street interviews, and then they'll ask them, hey, how much do you spend on drugs per day? $200, $500, more than what the average normie would spend on the regular everyday expenses. They spend on their drugs, but they can't afford an ID. Please, please stop playing games. Let's just stop the madness, okay? If you want to steal the election, if you want to rob people, just say that, but I digress. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Now, we got a lot to get through. We're going to get to Hunter. Matter of fact, I kind of want to scoot to Hunter right now because I have some video already queued up. This is perfect. And then we're going to get to some other stuff. We're going to get to Aaron Rodgers. Big up to Aaron Rodgers, one of the best quarterbacks of our time, of history. Okay, now speaking about Crack Rocks, Somebody asked him, what kind of crack does he smoke? That was a silly question because, I mean, I didn't know crack came in flavors like it was a vape. You got cherry crack and grape crack. I had no idea, but watch it. Check it out. Okay, we're not going to play that video either. That's crazy. I queued it up, and it didn't want to play. Twitter's having some issues with the videos, but I think I'm going to be able to find it here. Okay, so reporter uh, Hunter Crack. Yeah, we're going to find that right here. All right, let me see if I can just pull it up a different way, and then we'll keep on rocking and rolling. All right, it's not my hearing, but I'll attend if I will. Invited to. He time. was issued two laws. That ain't it. You heard it pretty loud and clear, didn't you? <laughs> that was pretty loud and clear. I mean, it's, it's funny when you have, hear like a bunch of noise and it's kind of hard to tell what's going on. And everybody's shouting things all at once, talking all at once. You can't hear anybody. But in that brief moment of silence, you're able to get the question across that you can hear loud and clear. It's like being at a concert with 10,000 people, and then somebody says one thing that everybody hears. Let's run that back one more time, shall we? Despite this, Republicans are you sought to so here's the here's the thing here's what happened 
there's one of these hearings, yet another hearing. And I said in my video, the hearings are kind of pointless. Like either you're going to arrest him or you're not. Either you're going to do something or you're not. Okay. You have an impeachment inquiry hearing and then another impeachment inquiry hearing and then an inquiry hearing. If he was held in contempt and then, okay, are you going to hold him in contempt or not? Then there's backdoor meetings. Then there's um, public meetings and the situation with Hunter Republicans wanted him to go behind closed doors and testify in the impeachment inquiry hearing against his father because of the whole 10 for the big guy, foreign investment deals, all this, that, and the third. That's what they wanted him to do behind closed doors. Now, my question is, why would they want him to testify behind closed doors? I want to see that right in front of my screen. I want to see that streaming on YouTube for free. Okay, I want, matter of fact, you know what I want? I want to get a link directly from the U.S. government that I can use to stream it with you guys if you want to watch it. If you guys want to watch Hunter Biden get questioned, I want to stream link directly so I can comment on it. That's what I want. Matter of fact, have it be a circus. If it's going to be a circus, let it be a circus. Have, it, have them go where the Washington Wizards and the Washington Capitals and the Washington Nationals have them go where they play and then do it right there with a the whole audience of people. You could pay tickets and you could stream it, do whatever you want to do. What's the point of having it behind closed doors? Why? See, Hunter said, nah, I don't want to talk behind closed doors. I want to talk in public. That's the conflict over his refusal to comply with the subpoena. But here's this, though. If you're a regular normie, as he says that he is, a private citizen, you can't just do stuff like this. You can't just pop up at your, your own hearing, at, at a hearing about you. you. You can't just, you know, say, nah, I'm not going to comply with that subpoena. I'm going to make my own rules up. If you're a regular person, obviously, he is not a regular person. He is a guy that has a lot of power because of who his father is. It's very simple. So we're going to get into more here. Let's go ahead and keep it rolling. On six different occasions since February of 2023, we have offered to work with the House committees to see what and how relevant information to any legitimate inquiry could be provided. Our first five offers were ignored. And then in November, they issued a subpoena for a behind-closed-doors deposition, a tactic that the Republicans have repeatedly misused in their political crusade to selectively leak and mischaracterize what witnesses... So, so they're trying to say that the whole point behind the, 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 the behind-closed-doors um, hearing or deposition is so they are able to just say whatever they want to say from it and leak whatever they want to leak from it to help bolster their case against Joe. Because that's what it is. I mean, Hunter, they already got an investigation going on for the for the cocaine and for the pistol, for the taxes or whatever. They want him to testify against his father so they're able to get something on him. But I don't think they can even get to the point of an impeachment, let alone get him removed. So it's kind of just all for nothing. So he has not one but two lawyers there. 
my man right here reading this statement, and then that guy back here in a in the uh, maroon jacket that's also his lawyer. All right, so we got more we can get to in a second. So shout out to you guys for being here. I appreciate you. Let's keep on rocking. Now this is when um, he crashed the actual hearing. To come answer the committee's questions under oath before the American people. This is at the same time that they stand by the categorical non-compliance of. So that's him. See, see the guy with the maroon jacket, and then the other guy that was reading the statement, and then Hunter right there with his arms crossed. Like, okay, what y'all talking about? He just popped up at the hearing. I don't think he was invited. He just said, yeah, I'm going to just go to the hearing. Now, imagine a regular normie just rolling up on a, a U.S. House hearing about themselves. Like, how does that really happen? It's crazy, but hey, when you're Hunter Biden, when you're Joe Biden's son, you could do whatever you want to do, right? Oh, but I'm a regular citizen and treat me as such. Really? Okay, sir. Republican members of Congress, like Mr. Jordan, um, who have material information. About there you go. See, they go a little close up of him. Just hanging out, chilling. The violent attack. What, what moment? The cameras cannot be in the well. Cameras cannot be in the well. Cameras. So there's more we're going to get into. And if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video. Share the video. Do all that good stuff that'll help me out tremendously. Now, Hunter showed up as the hearing was going on after they already started, and then he left during the hearing. I think he was being questioned by Marsha Taylor Green, and then he decided to just walk away. Either he was being questioned by her or she was saying some things to him. I don't think he actually said anything in the room. Not that I can recall. I don't think I don't I don't think there's any kind of microphones in front of him. He was just in the audience. Now he wasn't in the position to testify or to speak he was just chilling watching what was happening so watch this why are you choosing to leave now mr biden why not stay a while i have a statement to make to the press statement. i will have a statement so you just you just roll out so they were in the middle of the whole hearing everybody's in there got the press you got the the governments all these people and he just just gets up and leaves and then everybody's all oh oh why are you leaving why would he stay uh, obviously what he's doing is a show of force look i do what i want to do i'm hunter biden yeah i smoke crack yeah i had a pistol yeah, I get money overseas. Yeah, I gave 10 to my dad. So what? What are you going to do about it? And that's a good question. What are you going to do about it, Republicans? Oh, you're going to get guys like um, my man from New York, George Santos. You want to get him out the way. Speaking about George Santos, you want to get Kevin McCarthy out the way and then put a guy who's 10 times worse and Mike Johnson. You want to put him in there instead of Kevin McCarthy. Then you want to have... Clowns like Nancy Mace talking about, oh, you don't have the balls to come up here and speak. What? Why would he? You gonna you think you think you're gonna be able to intimidate somebody or try to shame them into speaking when they got two lawyers right here on the side of them? When they grew up their whole life in politics, you think you think he's he might be a crack smoker, but he's not a complete moron. 
<laughs> he might he might smoke crack and have a gun illegally, but when you're talking about politics and the way the hill works, oh, he knows that very well. Understand this. Hunter Biden is 53 years old, if I'm not mistaken, 54 years old. And Joe has been in D.C., Capitol Hill, since 1973. So for his whole life, he's been around all these people. He knows how the whole game goes. You think you're going to be able to come in here and intimidate him into speaking? Please, be for real. Be serious. Come on, man. And if you had anything, he would have already arrested him. So my thing is, rather than just doing all this grandstanding, go ahead and arrest him or don't. Personally, I think he should be arrested. Same thing for his father. But are we going to do it or not? Because if we're not going to do it, then I'm not really trying to hear all the talking. I'm not trying to hear all these silly questions. Oh, what kind of crack do you smoke? Ha ha. But we know he smokes crack. Can we get him locked up? If it was you or I, we wouldn't be having a conversation like this. We already be in the penitentiary making big rocks to little rocks. We will already be right there. But him, do whatever you want to do. But I'm getting triggered, so I digress. Now, let's talk about your main man, Aaron Rodgers. Um, I believe if he's not in the Hall of Fame right now, he will be. One of the best quarterbacks to ever do it. Longtime Green Bay Packer. He, I guess, is a recurring guest on the Pat McAfee show, or was, and if that's incorrect, please let me know in the comments. But he will no longer be on the show, at least for the rest of the year, because he said some things on air that Pat McAfee didn't like. Or, or here's something else. The Pat McAfee show is on ESPN, okay? So if you go on ESPN and say certain things like, you know, about the Vax and about Jimmy Kimmel. And hold on. There's a feud between Jimmy Kimmel and Aaron Rodgers. What network is Jimmy Kimmel on? Is he on ABC? I just want to make sure I'm saying the right thing here. So uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live, that is on ABC. Okay. So if you're going on ESPN and talking negatively about Jimmy Kimmel, you're speaking about another Disney asset, okay? Disney owns ABC and Disney and Marvel and so on and so on and so forth. So if I'm the big boss, Bob Iger, I'm like, look, I got this guy going on my network talking about the Vex, and I probably got stock in the Vex in a negative way. Then you're trashing one of our assets, Jimmy Kimmel, on ABC, you got you to gotta go. So the call probably came from the big boss, Bob Iger, the head of Disney, that says, hey, Pat, Aaron's got to go. So then Pat was forced to announce that Aaron's gone. Now, let's check out what Aaron said that was so bad that made him get banned from the show, at least, quote unquote, temporarily. Let's check it out. Uh, everybody who dealt with the draconian uh, measures and, and and that's my last point. And then I just want to fucking move on. But it's like, sorry for the cussing. Don't blame me. Blame the white man. Literally, people are always like, yeah. people are always like, you know, why are you still talking about COVID? Like, why don't you just move on? It's ridiculous. I'm like, well, let's see what happened. Um, they locked everybody up forever. Uh, was supposed to be a couple a couple weeks, right? They locked everybody up. Hundreds of thousands of businesses closed and never opened again. Many of dozens of people that I know in their 30s, you know, who 
poured everything into these these uh, small businesses and restaurants and bars and 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 never opened again. So they lost everything. They're they're on their ass, right? The gap, the wealth gap, got even bigger from the haves and have-nots. They lied to us over and over. They uh, vilified early treatments. They censored legitimate uh, uh, doctors in the space. So far, I don't see anything that he's saying that's wrong. And I'm having to pause a little bit here because they might want to give me a copyright, but I, I doubt it. I think we'll be okay. So shout out to Pat McAfee. Shout out to ESPN. Don't give me no copyright because you're triggered about what I'm saying. Like Dr. Peter McCullough, like Pierre Corey, Dr. Corey, like Dr. Robert Malone, who allegedly was there in the beginning of the uh, mRNA technology, and so many more people than that. Uh, the Alex Berenson's of the world, the Weinstein's of the world, who were like writing about this, talking about this. Not hard. Um, Brett Weinstein. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was about to check you. And, 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 and had an informed. And had They're getting nervous. You see my man, Pat McAfee. Look at the body language, doing all this jazz, bracing himself in his chair. They're getting nervous because he's getting way too close to the truth here. Informed opinion about this. I mean, they were arresting people who were surfing in California, they closed the beaches. When 80, I mean, I don't know what percentage, but probably 60% or more of the, of, the, of the country is vitamin D deficient. And, you know, vitamin D, you know, does well against the common cold, as does vitamin C, what? as does zinc, what? as does the number of home remedies that we all Oh, see, that he, he, might, he might say something else. He might, he might say HCQ. If he was to say HCQ, they probably would have pushed the red button right there. Ding! It would have been a whole blackout. The whole podcast would have got shut down instantly. All the radio communication, it would have been, it would have ceased at that moment if you say HCQ right after vitamin D, vitamin C, and zinc. We all have, but no, stay inside, wait for this vaccine, right. which is 100% safe and effective, which they told us. So my whole point is, listen, they lied to us uh, many times over. They uh, locked us up. They uh, closed our businesses. They increased the mental health issues exponentially. Sure did. And I'm pausing because of ESPN being silly like that. But where's a lie? Where's a lie? Why would you be taken off of air for saying this? Why would you no longer be a guest on Pat McAfee's show because of this? Because we got too much interest financially in things that you're trying to... We have too much interest financially in things that you're trashing right now, Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Speaking about Disney, that's what they would say to him. The, uh, the rates of suicide went way up. And, and they're just like, they vilified us. The, the draconian things that, uh, you know, ridiculous. Uh oh. Shut down. You know. Oh, see, so they, 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 they were getting them right there. It was like, okay, let's, let's pause. Let's pump the bricks on this guy. We lost billions of dollars. There's no, there's no NFL owners who are mad about this now that we look back and go, oh. Well, maybe we could have stopped this with a little like early treatments or like not giving uh, remdesivir and, uh, you know, a, a ventilator to these patients. Maybe like, uh, you know, treat like the common cold where you, you know, you have symptoms and you start doing something about it. You treat it. Um, and I have a problem. with I have a problem with that because now people are just like, oh, just move on. Just that. Uh, just just brush it on the rug. It's like. So that is what he said about the, the vax and the lockdowns, things of this nature. Now, you find me anything you said there, there was false. Find me anything you said there that was false. I'd be waiting. And he also has a beef 
an ongoing feud with Jimmy Kimmel. So those two things right there prompted Pat McAfee to say that Aaron Rodgers is no longer a guest on his show for the rest of the year. So that could be a temporary ban, but it's a ban because he said things like that on air. You can't do that. You can't go on TV and tell the truth when the truth interferes with the bottom line. When you say things that are true, when you have an opinion and the money's affected, now we got a problem. Now we got a problem. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Shout out to the cool Jamie76 who says, I'm a Nigerian. Doesn't make me a scammer too, huh? Oh, my friend, you're not a scammer, huh? You are the leader of the scammers. You are the leader of the scammers, my friend. I beg oh, you are the leader of the scammers. Nobody can outscam you. You are the leader. Hey, call them off, huh? Call your scammers off and tell them, do not harass. Do not, do not harass the ABL Live viewers. Do not harass the viewers, huh? We're trying to get money on the show. We're trying to keep money in our pockets, huh? We could not have the scammers come through and do this to us. So, yeah, call your cousins and them and tell them, stop, man. Now I'm playing. I'm playing. Like, that's why I say the Nigerians, because we know how the Nigerians are. Come on. Like, I've had Nigerians tell me. Like, I'm, I'm going to tell you a story. I'm going to tell you a story, and I'm going to get a little personal, but it's not nothing crazy. This, this is a real story on everything. Now, I was on a date with a young lady many moons ago. And she's Nigerian, like from Nigeria, meaning she just got here recently. And she was already, you know, full of full grown adults. And she said that she was on a date app, and she was speaking to a guy on there. And she said everything was so good and it was too good to be true. And as they were talking on the app exclusively now, she said that she revealed that she's Nigerian. And then the guy was like, oh, really? Me too. And then he let it hit her. I cannot do it to you, my sister. I cannot do it to you, my sister. I was going to scam you, huh? I was going to scam you, but I cannot do it. I, I, can, I cannot do it. The guy was literally trying to scam her on the app. But then when she said, I'm Nigerian, he was like, nah, I ain't going to do it. <laughs> I ain't going to do it. So I'm saying, this, this, this is what y'all tell me. That's what, that's what y'all, that's what, that's what you guys tell me. And I ain't talking about a guy or a girl that's been raised here in America. I'm talking about a girl I spoke to, just came from Nigeria recently, accent and everything, was talking about being scammed <laughs> by a Nigerian. So yeah, shout out to the Nigerians though. I don't want to pick on just Nigerians. Well, I always say the Lithuanians too. So if there's any um, 5,000 pound Lithuanians in the chat, I apologize. I, I don't mean no harm. And shout out to the Nigerians. You guys have amazing food. I love it. You guys are great. So shout out to you and the best accents in the entire continent. Okay. Number two might be South Africans, but number one, the Nigerians. Better than the Ghanaian, the, 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 um, Ivorians, you guys are the best. So shout out to you. All right. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. 
That'll help me out tremendously. All right. Now let's keep on rocking and rolling here. And uh, where are we at now? And shout out to you guys on Facebook. Shout out to Christine. Shout out to Wade. I appreciate you all over there. Shout out to me, Windsor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the stars. I appreciate y'all for doing what you do. I really, really appreciate you. And if you're on Facebook, please get the video a share, get a video a thumbs up, good comment, whatever you can. I'd appreciate it. Now let's keep on rocking and rolling here. Um, so illegal aliens took over a school and forced the kids to stay home for a day. New York City. Let's watch this. Wow, Twitter. Come on, Twitter. I need you to tighten up. But I have, I know what the video is. And I'm going to just tell you what it is before we get to it. So this is Madison High School in um, New York City. So the Floyd Bennett Field, that had some kind of issue. And migrants from that facility were taken to... um a school and the kids who went to the school were forced to stay home for the day and do quote unquote remote learning. And some are going to say, well, that's not really a big deal. ABL, you know, it's, it's whatever, but look, check it out. If they could do that for one day, then they could do it for more than one day and they can do it again. And then what's next? Are you going to try to do like some things that were banned at a certain point in our country? Remember, what, what was it? You could take quarter and somebody's home if you're a soldier. Now, are you going to be to take quarter and somebody's home if you're a migrant? Is that going to be the thing next? Okay, your home is not in use right now. Or maybe it is. We'll put migrants in there. Have them live with you. What's the next step here? But let's play this right here. I have the video. Shout out to Twitter. Tighten your video up, please, Twitter. Don't nobody got time for the video not playing while I'm doing my show. Parents in Brooklyn outraged after the city decided to use their kids' school to house migrants who had to be evacuated from the Floyd Bennett Field during yesterday's storm. The decision forces school to shift to remote learning for the day. Jessica Formoso takes a look at how the city is addressing that disruption. Tensions running high outside James Madison High School in Brooklyn Wednesday morning, where nearly 2,000 migrants spent the night braving the storm. Our kids should not be used. Uh, our, uh, the school should not be used. It's a sectionary for the learning. Our kids are supposed to be here feeling safe and be able to learn. The city's decision to relocate migrant families from Floyd Bennett Fields to the high school didn't sit well with parents and local officials who say the administration put the needs of the migrants ahead of their children. Migrants never went through the metal detectors, oh, right? Yeah. So Absolutely. we have no idea what these people might bring to the school no and what's what inside the school. More than 80 buses pulled up to James Madison High School Tuesday evening. The family slept in the auditorium chairs and on the floor with blankets. By 4.15 this morning, they were all returned to Floyd Bennett Field. The shelter operations at James Madison High School, <clears throat> managed by health and hospitals, were nothing short of remarkable. They supplied essentials like baby formula, baby bottles, hot food, snacks, water, and blankets. But some parents claiming they were never notified of the move and what outraged them even more, the fact that students stayed home today and learned remotely. Pause. Now, some of you guys are saying, well, they were sent back 
So, like, okay, it was bad weather at the at their normal facility at the Floyd Bennett Field. Maybe it was flooding because maybe a, a runway with tents on it might flood when it rains. But anyway, so they were sent to the facility at nine o'clock and then they were returned at four o'clock in the morning. Now, some may stop right there and say, well, that's before the kids come to school. But then the next day, the kids were forced to stay home. So, I mean, what's going on? None of the teachers sign up for remote learning. And the ones that did from other parents that I heard uh, said good morning, posted the assignments, and just left. Numerous hate calls and even a bomb threat was made to the school this morning. The NYPD investigated and gave it the all clear. However, officials say this type of behavior will not be tolerated. These actions are not only deplorable, but they are also criminal offenses. This so that's what's happening right there in New York City. Um, again, a school was used to house migrants because the migrant camp at Floyd Bennett Field had some issues because of the rain, probably flooded. And they were sent back to the camp before school started. But the problem is maybe there was cleanup that had to get done because you got all these people in just one room. You can't just say, okay, get out at 4 o'clock and have the kids come back at 7 o'clock. The, the school had to shut down for a day and kids were forced to stay home. So my question is, can they always do that? They could just randomly say, okay, no school tomorrow because migrants need your school to, to, to stay in. You know what I say? If you don't want to stay here at this Floyd Bennett field, if it's overcrowded, go back over that way. Go back to your country of origin. It's quite simple. It's, it's just that simple. All right. Now. I have some footage here. Can I play it or no? There we go. Shout out to Lips of TikTok. Let's play some of this. This, I think, is from the school or outside the school. Oh, this is cots. This is beds they're bringing in. So then they, they were bringing in beds on trucks at the, to the school. Food. Food, beds, all that good stuff. Now, if, you, if you're going to do all that, there's no way you're going to be able to have the kids come back to school the next day. Why not? Why not? I got to see where my tax dollars are going. Amen, sister. Shout, shout out to her. See, that's what's happening out there um, in, in front of the school. They're bringing in cots for migrants to sleep on, food for migrants to eat, all that good stuff in there. Now, I'm not sure. We're going to fast forward a little bit and go to a different school. I'm not quite sure where this is. But schools have other issues to deal with. And then they got to be set up with the migrant crisis on top of that. There's a bunch of other things going on with schools including stuff like this. Now, I don't know where this is or when this was taken, but let's go ahead and throw it on the screen. Somebody is acting a complete fool. Help, 
Now, I don't know what's going on. He's talking about someone, somebody help, please. What you want to do? You have, so if you can't, if you can't see what's happening, I, it, looks, it looks like a teacher or an administrator or somebody is trying to hold a door closed by the handle and some hefty young lady is on the inside trying to bust out. Bitches, this is cool. Yo, I tell you what, y'all, you guys better make sure you got you guys better hang on for dear life because if she gets out of that room, oh my goodness, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a rough day for anybody that's gonna be in her way. You talking about the juggernaut in there? Okay, do not let do not let a juggernaut get loose. Yeah, so um, if you're dealing with that in school, what do you, like? What do you do? You need to be calling the authorities. Like I'm gonna be on the, I, I'm like this. Hello, um, authorities. Yeah, can you please get the X Men to come down here and corral the female juggernaut because I can't do nothing with her. She's charging at me right now at full speed, and if I don't get out the way. I will have a hole burst through my entire chest. Please come down to the school immediately. We need help. Bring, bring everybody. Bring Cyclops, Wolverine, Storm, Jubilee. Bring the Avengers. Bring back your man. Okay, but kind of forever. Bring everybody because we got a problem on our hands. Now, I don't know where they are. It's got to be a high school. That can't be happening in the middle school. That'd be ridiculous. But hey, that's what's going on right now in modern schools in the USA. There's an issue, and they can't pay enough. Oh, and I think they actually did. They have uh, footage from the inside as well. Hold on. Y'all give me a second. Matter of fact, never mind, because <laughs> Twitter is acting, acting the fool. But that's what's happening. Now, speaking about breaking through walls and things of this nature, we got to talk about the tunnels. Oh, yeah, the tunnels. Now, I showed you guys in the very beginning of the video my little rendition of the... Turtles anthem, Jewish mutant ninja turtle, turtles in the half shell, Torah power. Now we're going to get into what was actually happening while my man was emerging from the actual ground. What was the purpose? What was the reason? What's going on? Now, what? let's let's get an inside view. Now, what you have right here is the Shabbat Libovich headquarters in Crown Heights, Brooklyn. You have Orthodox Jews and their facility has an illegal tunnel. Now, you guys, if I'm wrong, please correct me. But there was two explanations floated. One was that they dug the tunnel illegally because of C-19. They were being harassed during C-19 because they were gathering when you couldn't gather. But the news reports say that this tunnel was started six months ago, long after the C-19 restrictions. So maybe it was inspired by C-19, but it was not because of C-19. Okay. Now, the allegation is that there were some quote-unquote rogue students in the headquarters 
who dug the tunnel to get to the women's side. It's all kind of allegations. Now, what happened was a regular person who's not one of the people in this community thought he was hearing people in his house. I think it was on Twitter. Somebody was like, yeah, I keep hearing Yiddish under my floor. I live on the first floor and I don't have a basement. So what's going on? I'm not, am I going crazy? I'm not, I'm not crazy. These guys were digging under his house, under where he lived at his building or whatever. Again, these tunnels are illegal. And I think, um, that was discovered when contractors came and they were trying to do some work with a water line and they found a tunnel. New York city is densely populated. If you, if you dig in a tunnel, you're not like digging a hole on the beach, making the sandcastle. You're going to be interfering with stuff, with people's property and power lines and water lines and all kinds of infrastructure. So let's watch some of this right here. You see the, the open hole right here. There was a facade of some kind of, you know, just like some kind of fake wall. And in the fake wall, you have the, the, the concrete cement structure that was being tunneled out. Hey, we need to expand something. You got it, not like this. Yeah, we don't, we don't do that in America, man. You can't just, you can't just make tunnels. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then there's all kind of excuses. Oh, they had to because of the old country. Look, man, we're in New York City. Okay, you can't just do whatever you want to do wherever you want to go. Like, you got, we got laws here, man. I mean, come on. Now, what the problem was, there was like a little riot here, small riot, because the police came to fill the tunnel. My man, you're, first of all, you're damaging the infrastructure of the city and you are compromising your own building's structure. You see some of these buildings that have been collapsed in New York City. It's a lot of old stuff. You dig in tunnels, you could cause stuff to collapse. Might cause roads to collapse. You're, you can't just do stuff like this. Why you need to expand something? You got it, but not like this. We don't do that in America. We don't do that in America, man. So shout out to the cops. Shout out to NYPD. All right, now we have more videos, of course. And if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Now, when the police were trying to come to actually have contractors, if I'm not mistaken, fill this tunnel up, a lot of the guys in this community physically put themselves inside the tunnel to prevent that from happening. So now you're seeing guys being taken out of the tunnel. Okay, again, this is Shavat Lebovich um, headquarters in Crown Heights, Brooklyn, New York City. And if I said that wrong, y'all let me know. Yes, I did see the sport, the soil mattress. We'll get to that in a minute. Y'all hang tight. I showed it in my video. I know you guys really want to see it. I showed it in my regular video, but we'll get to it in a second. So here's the original video without my voiceover on it. What in the Jewish mutant ninja turtle? Dreadles in the half shell. Tore power. Yo, 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 yo. It's 
So they got sprayed right there. Yeah, they definitely got sprayed, little pepper sprayed, because they were acting the fool. All right, take some of this right here. Okay, y'all not ready for that. RP headphone users. So that's that. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna show you guys more the 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 mattress that everybody wants to see. Not everybody, but some of you guys want to see it. I have that footage as well, of course. Let's keep on rocking and rolling. And also, they fixed that grate that the man came through because the grate that the guy, the 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 Jewish turtle guy, he came through the grate that I guess they had sawed open, and they're now fixing it. Shout, shout out to the welders of America. They're fixing the gate. Now let's go to the other video that I have and let's throw it on the screen right here. I think this is going to be it. Here we go. And there we go. Now this is when they were breaking this wall up. You see this wall right here, this little wall, this false facade type thing that was covering the actual tunnel entrance now, I think that the mattress was covering the tunnel, I suppose. Now, why was the mattress small like that, and why was it soiled like that? I don't have that answer. So, what's going on with this? Like, what is that all about? Like, where did that stain right there come from? Your guess is as good as mine. I have no idea. I don't know an answer to that question. So that's what's happening. Again, these guys are like orthodox. It's like 20,000 of them in New York City. They've been in Crown Heights for forever. That's like their little area, their neighborhood. You see them all the time with their hats and everything. All right, so that's what's happening. Um, there was 10 arrests as a result of this because of they were acting up in the, in, the, in the building. And they were digging the tunnel illegally. So we'll see if that goes anywhere. If there's any, if there's any like prosecution or whatnot i'm not quite sure what the charges would be but yeah that is the the extent of that you have uh secret tunnels under the shavat Levovich building in crown heights brooklyn new york city all right so shout out to the jewish mutant ninja turtles dreadles in the half shell tour power i wish i had the music oh my god like the instrumental that'd be perfect but anyway i don't want to go too far now let's keep on rocking and rolling here if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Now, we have more here that I really want to get into. Um, there's actually quite a bit. Where do I want to go next? 
I think I want to go to. Uh, I, I want to go to your man, the defense secretary, Lloyd Austin. So that we have an update on Lloyd Austin. So the update is that Lloyd Austin has prostate cancer or he was treated, pardon me, he was treated for prostate cancer. Now, remember, there was this whole big thing about um, Lloyd Austin going to the, going to Walter Reed, the medical center, and people didn't know that he was there. Biden didn't know that he was there. And again, he is sixth in line of command. Nobody knew. He comes back, it's unknown. Then they say he had been treated for prostate cancer. Now, I caught that in my video. If you guys watched that video about Lloyd Austin that I made, I said that it could be a prostate issue, it could be cancer. And you know why I know that? You know why I know? He not dead. Shout out to Carl. He not dead. He just has, he got treated for cancer. And he might, you know, he might be okay. I don't know what his status is, if he's in remission or what's going on. But here's what's going on. So um, I knew that it could be prostate cancer because a 70-year-old black man um, goes to the hospital, gets treated, probably something with your prostate. And I have a theory about why that is, why I know that. I'm not sure I can really say it without being too graphic. But basically, I don't want to be graphic and I don't want to be racist, but I'm going to say what I got to say because I think this is medical information that people need to know. I think when you're dealing with black males, we may have a higher testosterone at a certain point. And um, if you are practicing retention, you understand what I'm saying? What happens is you can begin to get calcification in your region because your prostate, that's where your... C is produced. So you could begin to get calcification. And if you get calcification, now you got a tumor. Now you got cancer. Now I'm no medical professional. So I don't want nobody trying to say, ABL, what medical journal did you read? What classes you go to? I'm just saying, I already knew when they said he's 70 years old, black male in the hospital, untreated uh, prostate cancer. I already knew. Because you're not getting enough of those, you know, sent off. You're not sending enough of your soldiers to war. Put it to you that way. You have your own personal soldiers in your nether regions. You're not sending enough to war. They're just in the, 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 the igloo, chilling, freezing, and they keep piling in there. Now you got this big mass of soldiers frozen. Now we got this big mass that's breaking the igloo. Now you got a tumor. Now you got cancer. That's called prostate cancer. A am I am I wrong? What 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 That's why I already knew what it was when they said it. I could put two and two together. So it is what it is. Um, Byron says, "ABL, you speak truth. Asians have increased lactose intolerance at older age." I'm I'm just saying. And I'm not trying to be racist. I'm not trying to do anything like that. I'm just saying this, this, is, this is a health thing that I know, that I've known for a long time. All right? Yeah, 70-year-old black man. 
I've seen I've I've seen this a lot. Whenever you see a celebrity, like an older celebrity, a black male celebrity, and they say that, oh, he's going through a medical issue, or they they, they, they say that an older black male celebrity has cancer, you could pretty much bet that it's prostate cancer. All right. So hopefully I was able to express myself without being too graphic. I know we got this is a family show. We got little kids watching. We got Meemaw and Paw Paw watching all together in a living room, Indian style. I know that that's the case. So I'm being very PG. But at the same time, I'm trying to just get my point across. Shout out to EMA. I don't want to pronounce your name and get it wrong. But yeah, I did not read any medical journal. This is just the book of ABL speaking at you live on the YouTubes. And if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff that'll help me out tremendously. Okie dokie, let's keep on moving here. And um, there's more. Now, shout out to my man right here on the road. I was speaking about this earlier, about these protesters out there getting in the way. Look. You may have a cause that you feel passionate about. You may think that what you are interested in is more important than others and what they got going on with their lives. You may think that, but it's not the way that things work. You live in society with other people. You must be courteous to other people. Meaning, hey, if I'm trying to drive and you're in the street, I need you to get out the street. There was a dude riding his bicycle on a narrow street right in the middle of me. And I got the Mustang. Listen, I mean, that, that man heard all the horses. He heard all of the horses galloping at once when I zoomed around him. I wanted to clip him, but I, you know, that was devil on my shoulder speaking at me. And I, I ignored it. The devil was right here on my shoulder. The devil said, ABL, when you pass him, I need you to nudge him with your rearview mirror. Just a rearview mirror. Just nudge him. Just Tap him ever so lightly to let him know that he's in the way and he cannot drive his little Tour de France bicycle in the center of the road blocking traffic. But I was like, you know what? Let's let's not let's hey, let's let's not do that. Calm down, relax. What I'm gonna do, I'm gonna go around the wide. I'm not gonna touch him, but he's gonna hear all the horses. Oh, he's going to hear everything. Boom. He's going to hear everything. You can't just block people's way. All right. You, you just can't do that. Get out of the road. Get out of the way. Be courteous. Be respectful. Be kind. Even if you don't want to be kind, just get out the way. All right. So let's take this out right quick. You're disrupting traffic, idiots. You can't do that. That's against the law.
Yeah, so shout out to my man for being able to get through. I feel him. It's like, look, get out the way. <laughs> you have your cause. Okay, that's fine. You could protest, but just protest over there. Why are you blocking my way? Why? I, I'm not I'm not involved with your protest. What, why are you blocking me? I got to go get my daughter in Brooklyn. You're just in the way. Now, I put the video on my Instagram page, and one of the comments said, Oh, you guys just worried about traffic. So what? You got Palestinians being massacred. It's like, look. <laughs> oh, and, and then he said, oh, you got Palestinians being massacred. You worried about traffic. And we must do this because that gets people to understand what's going on. And it raises awareness. This is the only way. This is a peaceful way. It's like, look, man, you think that you're bringing awareness to whatever you got going on. And it's a good thing. But all you're really doing is making people hate you. They're going to hate you and your cause. Okay. They might not even be political, but then all they're going to think about is I was trying to get home and these guys screeching about Palestine just blocked my way. And I'm late for work. I might got fired. I'm losing money. All you're going to do is make people hate you for blocking the road and they're going to hate your cause as well. Because they're going to associate with that negativity. They're going to associate that with the road being blocked. It's not traffic. You're just blocking the road. And at a certain point, that's called false imprisonment. You're committing a crime. Get out the road. So, and they're lucky he didn't put the pedal to the metal and just go for it. Because that could have happened as well. Hey, devil could have come back like, yo, man, just, just, just put your foot through the floor. Put your foot on the pedal and push it through the floor. But again, nah, devil, we're not going to do that. We're going to get out. We're going to confront and we're going to go through. But they say, you, you, uh, Palestine, let's get out and confront. We're not going to put the pedal through the floor. But some guys, they'll, they'll, they'll do it. Some guys will do it for sure. All right. Now. Do you guys think Michelle Obama wants to run in 2024? Do you think she's going to be your 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 candidate for 2024? We all know about Biden. This guy is on borrowed time. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how we still hanging together. I'm going to use a movie reference. You guys probably haven't seen it, but I'm going to describe it for you the best way I can. Um, Eddie Murphy, Vampire in Brooklyn, early 90s, starring... I think it was him. I want to say Robin Givens. I don't think it was Robin Givens, though. Who was in Vampire in Brooklyn with Eddie Murphy? I, I got Now I got to figure out who was in that movie. And don't worry. I know I'm kind of like all over. The, Angela Bassett. Shout out to Angela Bassett for kissing that lady. Was it her or somebody else? Hold on. I'm, I'm all over the place. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Angela Bassett decided to kiss Regina King on her lips while receiving the Oscar. I'm not going to play that, but people were like, oh, Angela Bassett had to kiss that lady because that's what you got to do in Hollywood. You got to do some LGBT type stuff, all this, that, and the third. Now, my thing is, how do you know she's not already been doing that for a long time? We know how Hollywood is, okay? We know how it is. We know that that's what they do. Okay, hold on. I'm going to show you guys just... Something else, but not the kiss. So you can kind of understand what's going on. 
I know I'm kind of bouncing a little bit, but I'll become right back to where I want it to be. So it says Angela Bassett did the right thing. Finally, an Oscar honoree kissing Regina King. How is that the right thing? This is L.A. Times, by the way. How is that the right thing? Now, they're not showing the kiss right here, but this is the moment where they share a kiss. Now, I think that Angela Bassett, Regina King, all these people, they've probably been doing this. When you were in the Hollywood industry, the music industry, you're not making a bunch of money when you first start, especially. So the question is, how are you going to be able to get your parts? How are you going to be successful? How are you going to rise to the top in an industry controlled by certain people? Okay. Harvey Weinstein was known for having the casting couch for women, but Cat Williams said that Harvey Weinstein approached him about doing something for something. This is pretty much how Hollywood is. Don't be surprised. Oh, she's a queen and she was the, the mom on Black Panther, Wakanda forever. Yeah, but at the end of the day, she's a human being too. And she's in Hollywood too. And they're all involved with it. You think that they're not, please. I got, if you think that Hollywood is not Hollywood, it doesn't matter if you're black, white, Puerto Rican candy stripe. If you think that it's not for everyone to be involved with some weird stuff, I have a bridge in Brooklyn to sell you. I have a lake in the Death Valley to sell you. Oh, I got it for you if you think that, but I digress. BBL, nah, she just, you know, probably got on shapewear. Or maybe she might have got on butt pads. That's something else to do in Hollywood, but I digress. I'm, I'm off track. Now, to get back to what I was saying, Vampire in Brooklyn, Eddie Murphy with Angela Bassett in, in the early 90s. Um, There was a character in there who would deteriorate over time because he became a vampire in the beginning. He was a regular dude, regular teenager or whatever. He gets bit, I believe, by Eddie Murphy. He becomes a vampire. And throughout the movie, he, de he deteriorates because he's dead, but he's living. Limbs fall off, all kind of stuff. He, at the end, he becomes a zombie, but he's still talking normal. My point is, that's pretty much what Joe Biden is like, okay? He's like, uh, an, a, he's like an animated zombie. He is barely hanging on. You saw him at the beginning of his career, a normal white guy from Delaware, Pennsylvania, Philly, whatever. And then throughout the years in his office, throughout the years of being the senator, being the vice president, being the president, he's pretty much just deteriorated. Okay. And before you know it, you're going to see him just become a pile of dust right there before you at the podium. He'll just psh, a pile of dust. Now, I know that was a long way to get to what I was trying to say. But I'm glad you stuck with me. Now, let's get to Michelle Obama. She may want to go ahead and fill his shoes. Okay? So, let's hear from Big Mike. I mean, Michelle. The things that yeah. keep me up because you, you don't have control over them. Mm -hmm. And you wonder, where are people, where are we in this? You know, where are our hearts? What's going to happen in this next election? I am terrified about what could possibly happen because our leaders matter, who we select, who speaks for us, who holds that bully pulpit. It affects us in ways that I, sometimes I think people take for granted. The things that yeah. keep me. So, and yes, thank you, um, uh, Taryn Isaac. That was Kadeem Hardison, who also played Dwayne 
Wayne in a different world. Shout out to Kadeem Hardison. He was the 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 zombie and the vampire in Brooklyn. But yeah, so Michelle Obama, do you guys think that she wants to run? I think that the Democrats have been holding her as their emergency use only. Okay, in case of fire, break glass, and then she pops out and she becomes the nominee. Why not? The reason why Biden became president is because of Barack Obama's affiliation with him. Being the vice president for eight years, the black community knows him. The country knows him by being linked to Obama. Now, what better way to be linked to Obama than to be his wife and have his children? Now, I don't think she has a real chance because she's a woman. Not because she black, but because she's a woman. Because her husband won and he black, allegedly biracial, but different story. But being a woman, I mean, you're pretty much in the Hillary Clinton category. You're Hillary Clinton 2.0 because Hillary Clinton, another person who was married to a president, a Democrat for eight years, and Hillary became Secretary of State. Then she was, before that, she was Senator in New York. Michelle could do that as well. She's a lawyer already. She's a smart person. She could become, um, she could run for president. I don't know about becoming the president. She could be a senator or a governor or a mayor all day long. She most certainly could be. But I think that she wants to become the president. Now, these comments are made on Jay Shetty's podcast. Shout out to him. I, this, this is my very first time in my life seeing him. But his podcast is about mental health. And I think the question was about, okay, what keeps you up at night? What are, what are the things that keeps you up? Why can't you sleep at night? And then she got into the political conversation. So... I think she might want to run if your main man, Joe Biden, can't go. And again, I don't know how much time is left on that clock, man. But if you got a, if you have a, 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 a hourglass, the sand is pretty much expired. Okay. The, you got about, you got about 15 grains of sand left and it's going to be a wrap. And at that point, I don't know what they do. They're going to try to give him another shot, give him a little bit more time to keep, Rocking and rolling. But yeah, it's pretty much a wrap. That guy is on his literal last leg. So we're going to see what's, we'll see what's going to happen, whether it'd be Michelle Obama. And if it's not her, then who? Who? Marianne Williamson, um, Robert F. Kennedy, uh, Epstein Island, Robert F. Kennedy. I don't know about that one. But anyway, I digress. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video, excuse me, a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. And Kamala Harris, absolutely not. Kamala Harris is not liked by anybody. She polled at 0% when she ran for president in 2020. And that was before we really got to know her. Now that we know her, she's liked even less. Nobody likes Kamala Harris. Maybe some folks in the black community that think she's black still. But okay, if your mom is from India with the red dot and your dad is Jamaican, also probably of some partial Indian ancestry and white, like you're not 100% black. Like her father is not even my complexion at all. And I'm not 100% black. I'm probably about 80%, 85% black. How, how do you combine biracial black, white, other and Indian and get black? Tell me that. 
That's that Jim Crow one drop rule nonsense that's so stupid. But anyway, she may have some favor among some black folks who think she's black, but not really. Not really, because even though she was running at the time, if I'm not mistaken, the black community still voted for Joe Biden in the primary overwhelmingly over her. So that doesn't make a di- it doesn't make a difference. They don't really see her as black. They they will see Joe Biden as more black adjacent because he was Obama's vice president for two years than Kamala Harris, who sometimes claims to be black or a person of color. It was crazy when they when they got her elected. She's the first Asian American. Asian American, huh? So you're we, gonna claim you're gonna claim Asian American, person of color, biracial, woman, minority, all of that. That's like a DEI dream. You get all of that wrapped up in one. That's crazy. But anyway, let's keep on going here. Now, can we get to your man? We, we got to get to your man um, who tried to delete the judge or tried to attack the judge over in Nevada. All right. Now, this is the guy. Hold on. I got to find the. I got to find the video if I'm coming back. Okay. I had it, but then I it, it, I, it left for some reason. Y'all give me a second. Here it is. So here's your man back at it. He um, jumped over the bench, attacked the judge. And I said it right then when it happened. I'm like, okay, why is he not? actually shackled up why, why not shackle them up what's going on okay what i'm gonna do i'm gonna i'm gonna show you judge judy what she said and then i'm gonna show you um the con- <coughs> pardon me to update because in this video they have wow okay my, my window's messing up in this video they have the original attack and then we're gonna show him back in court okay windows there we go perfect all righty. Here we are. So Judge Judy gave her two cents on it. Let's look at what she said. Convicted felon who just recently attacked a judge in Clark County. I saw the video. Insane. What are your thoughts on that? I was actually shocked that this defendant managed to get as far as he did without somebody shooting him. I mean, what she's saying is 100% right. I was um, on social media. People were like shot. It was like, oh, why are you going to go all the way right there, huh? But seriously, you're going to leap over the bench and attack the judge? I mean, what in the world? Look at this. Like, that right there is just out of this world. And when this happened, I'm like, okay, why is he not shackled up? Where are the handcuffs? Where is his orange jumpsuit, where's anything? Because by this time, he had already been convicted. The case was over. This was a sentencing hearing. So he's been convicted. All that has to happen now is he gets released or he goes to the penitentiary. There should have been some shackles going on. But of course, there wasn't. And... And I think the reason why is because of stuff like this. Okay, so they had him back in court. 
And then look at this here. <laughs> the comparison. So that's him on the right, obviously, with the spit mask on and the, I guess like I say, like a jumpsuit. And they're comparing it to the slave iron bit. So this, this is what they would put on slaves sometimes when they were transporting them or whatever. So they, they were trying to say that's the same thing. So that's probably part of the reason why he wasn't shackled because you're trying to say it's the same thing as a slave. The problem is this guy had a violent record of attacking people, women, weaker people. That was his record. He was convicted of that while he was in court. It wasn't an accusation. He's already been convicted and he had been to the penitentiary not once but twice over the same thing. So if there is a pattern of behavior where someone likes to fight and attack people, women especially, maybe you might want to secure him a little bit so he doesn't do it again right there in court. But then people are going to get offended and do stuff like this and say, oh, well, this isn't right. You treat him like a slave. What is that? And the third. Now, let's go to how he was actually presented in the court of law. Let's check it out. Now, this is obviously after everything transpired. Now, to be clear, this is a continuation of the same hearing that they had before where he leapt over the bench. The hearing was stopped because he did that. This, what's happening right here, is the exact same thing that was happening in the leaping video as far as the sentencing. He had already been convicted. Now he's being sentenced. Now, he got 19 to 48 months for what he was in court for at that moment, not for the recent attack. Okay. Now the recent attack, he got the book thrown at him. I can't find that video, but they hit him with attempt murder. Oh, they threw the book at him. This is sentencing for the battery. He was in court for when he did the attack. Here now. Good morning. All right, this is on for the continuation of Mr. Redden's sentencing. When we were last here, arguments were concluded and the court had begun to pronounce sentence when an incident occurred, an incident initiated by Mr. Redden, preventing the court from completing sentencing. That is the sole purpose for today's hearing. Any other issues that may arise from the events that occurred last Wednesday will be handled at a future date by a different court. For purposes of the record, I want to make it clear that I am not changing or modifying the sentence I was in the process of imposing last week before I was interrupted by defendant's actions. I am making my calendar page from that day an exhibit for the court uh, it's the, as it existed the moment I walked in. So that's, that was that. So that, that's, 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 a pretty, um, that's a pretty intense scene. He has a spit mask on. He's shackled at the waist. Um, the the wrist, probably the ankles as well, and he has some kind of covering over his hands, so you can't use his hands, he can't spit on you, he can't bite you, because I think the spit mask and the hands is because when he was behind the bench, you can't really see what he was doing. 
you see, a lot of it was obscured by the actual bench itself. Um, he might have been biting, spitting, clawing, all kind of stuff. And if you got HIV, something like that, and you're doing all that, now we're talking about not only just the damage from the actual attack being at risk, but also if you have an infectious disease and you get it cut and you biting, now we got something else going on. You got to get a tetanus shot. You got to get an STD check. You got all kind of stuff happening at the same time. So that's pretty serious. I'm not saying he does have those things. I'm just saying that's a risk when you're dealing with these kind of individuals. And again, that should have been how he was presented from the very beginning based on his prior track record. As simple as that. So yeah, his name is Deborah Delone Redden, and he is out there in Las Vegas. Again, his prior conviction that he was being sentenced for when he jumped over the bench, that was in April of 2023. For that, he got 19 to 48 months. The new charges he has, he's been hit with a lot of stuff. I'm talking about attempt murder. Hold on, let me see, let me see if I can find the new charges. And if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Okay, hold on, here we go. Let me just put this on the screen right quick. These are the new charges, all right? So this is on Fox. He got hit with... Uh, attempted murder for attacking the judge. Okay. It would be this where you got to show you your thing, but you, you see what I'm talking about. Nevada man who leapt at judge in courtroom charged with attempted murder. So he got quite a bit for the new charges. A attacking peace officers, things of this nature. It's a, it's a mess. Now, here's yet another reason why he may not have been in the shackles. This, this is an old video, but this might be um, stuff like this is part of the reason why he wasn't in shackles. All right, let's let's go ahead and rock it. What do you mean we're lucky to be white? It's not luck. It's privilege. We're privileged that people see us, not a color. Privilege that we don't get stared at when we walk into the room. Privilege that we don't get followed by security when we go shopping or pulled over when we're in the wrong neighborhood. We're privileged because society was set up for us, and our silence keeps it in place. We're privileged, and that's unfair. What do you mean we're like? So stuff like that, that's, that's the, 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 the normie liberal mind, all right? That, that caused people to not be shackled when they should be because you don't want to be seen as a racist, all right? Now, let's keep on rocking and rolling here. Oh, and speaking of not wanting to be called a racist, things of this nature... Um, over in Europe, what's going on with you guys, man? Like, let's, let's get it together, Europeans. I mean, what are, what are we doing? Okay. I know we got issues over here in the States, but good grief. Good night. Look at this. All right. This, this is an older article. Um, Swiss writer who called journalist fat lesbian sentenced to 60 days in prison. So you're getting two months in the penitentiary over in Switzerland for calling journalists a fat lesbian. And I'm not here to judge. Again, it's an older article, 2023, October. I'm not here to judge, but I mean, are, 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 did, did he lie? It, did, did he lie or just hurt feelings? So Elaine Sorrell was sentenced 60 days in prison for defamation and discrimination. Okay. So there we have it. That's what's happening over there. You guys got to get it together in Europe. We can't have that kind of stuff. Happened over here, although it is kind of happening, unfortunately. 
All right. Now, I have a couple more that I want to show before I get to the phone calls. Your man. Did I show your man crying? Now, this guy, Jonathan Capehart, who is married to a white man, by the way, nothing against it. I'm just putting it out there, letting you know, cried while talking about J6. I don't think I played it last time, but even if I did, let's just play it one more time to get the full cringe effect going, shall we? I'm going to try to get through this. Um, thank you for what you did three years ago today. Um, please tell me your thoughts um, on this third anniversary. <clears throat> um. <sighs> Now that's uh, Michael Fanone. Michael Fanone is the one of the DC former DC officers who's been really a, a vocal opponent of Trump and uh, blames him for J six, all that, and the third. And the guy who was speaking was Jonathan Capehart, an MS thirteen DNC journalist or news broadcaster, who began to cry when talking to him. Well, when I say cry, I'm using that in a very loose sense because. I'm, I'm hearing crying noises, but I don't see an actual tear formulating. Now, we're not dealing with full 4K quality video right here on these internets, but I'm uh, I don't see any tears. I don't see any boo-hooing. I just hear crying noises. I'm going to try to get through this. Um, thank you for what you did three years ago today. Um, please. Tell me your thoughts um, on this third anniversary. So, yeah, shout out to him. And sh shout out to Shaquille Oatmeal. I played it last um, last week. Well, hey, we got an encore. All right, so shout out to you, Shaquille Oatmeal. Are, are you any kind of Bart Oatmeal, a.k.a. Baron Davis? But anyway, shout out to Baron Davis, former NBA basketball player. Now, I got to get to Fonnie Willis. Oh, I got to get to Fonnie Willis before we get to the calls. I know you guys, hey, give me, give more time to the calls. Just, just let me cook a little bit. Let me cook a little bit, then I'm going to get to the calls. Fonnie Willis. Now, Fonnie Willis, this is the Fulton County District Attorney. She is the one prosecuting Trump and others under the election interference case. The whole um, uh, Ruby, Freeman, all, this, all that kind of stuff happening, okay? So check it out. Now, <laughs> you see this headline here. Fonnie Willis, prosecutor in Trump, Georgia case, Subpoena testify in colleagues' divorce. Now, you may be asking me a question. Hey, ABL, why are you showing us this? Why is this relevant? Why is some guy's divorce and Fonnie Willis, why is that? Because this guy right here, he is the special prosecutor in the election interference case. He met with the Biden administration two times before the case happened, he has been paid six hundred fifty thousand U.S. dollars from Fulton County DA's office since January 2022. Miss Fonnie Willis is the one who signs off on those checks from the office. Now, word on the street, rumor has it at that these two are fornicating, and as you see. His divorce it means he's still married. If you're not divorced, you're still married or separated. You're still married. They're not married to each other. He's married to some other lady. And in the meantime, in between time, 
he's getting cozy with Fani, allegedly. Now, word in the street is that that money that he's getting from Fulton County DA's office, the $650,000 and counting, he's been using that to take Fani on trips to um, wineries in California. They've been cruising the Caribbean. They're doing all kinds of stuff on that money, okay? Now, if this is really looked at and they see it for some kind of quid pro quo or like a, a vendor kickback to an employer, that could be a felony. And also an ethics violation. And it'll make this guy incapable of being a prosecutor on the Trump case. And it'll make finally like she's corrupt too. So if I need a prosecutor, she, she's a DA and he's helping her on the case, then they both would not be able to be on the case. And at a certain point, I think the case would fall apart. I think it would fall apart for sure. And here's this. Why is she being subpoenaed in his divorce if there is no connection? Why? Why? What, like, why would she be called to court for what? For what? Any of you guys out there, like, if you're watching, lead attorney. If you're watching, you let me know why. Anyone who has gone through this, I mean, I've been divorced, but nothing, I never had nobody come to my court. Like, that ain't, this right here is something different. But if you know about this, let me know in the comments. Now, here's something else. Fonnie Willis, again, the Fulton County District Attorney, who is prosecuting Trump in election interference case. Let's, let's, let's keep it all the way focused. Like, this ain't just some regular person. Trump is being prosecuted by this woman. Not just Trump, but a bunch of other people. Now, she was also allegedly linked to a gamer by the name of Donovan Nut Thomas. A lot of you guys like when I talk about this guy, Big Nut. So, Big Nut got deleted in 2015, allegedly by a gang called YSL. A guy named Young Thug, a rapper, allegedly purchased the vehicle that was involved in Donovan Big Nut Thomas's death. Now, fast forward 2024, what's the very first case that Fonnie Willis brought as Fulton County DA? The first big highlight um, headline grabbing case, YSL. Now, wouldn't it be a tad bit of a conflict of interest if you're prosecuting the case of a gang that allegedly deleted a love of your life in 2015? I'm just asking the question. And she, she represented a guy by the name of YSL Mondo before she became a DA as a defense attorney. So if Mondo was telling her certain things about YSL, about his involvement with YSL and this same gang allegedly deleted her boyfriend back in 2015. Wouldn't that be a conflict? Wouldn't that be called for recusal? And the guy that she represented as a defense attorney and before she became DA, YSL Mondo, is not involved in the current YSL RICO case that she's prosecuting. Why? He's one of the co-founders. Why is he not involved with this case? Why didn't she bring him up? Maybe she knows if she brought YSL Mondo into it, 
then there'd be no case because she couldn't prosecute it. And then she couldn't go forward with that case under her belt. She may have higher aspirations. Maybe she wants to become the governor of Georgia. Maybe she wants to become the president, vice president, something like that. You see where I'm going? This lady is very corrupt and allegedly. And if everything I'm saying is true, all this stuff, the case with YSL, Young Thug, the case with Trump, election interference, all that will go down the tubes. All of it. So, and there's more about Fani. There's, there's a lot about Fani that I've not said. The streets, look, I, I don't live far from Atlanta. I got my ear to the streets. I hear a lot of stuff. What I've said right now are things that are known publicly. But there's a lot about this lady. I'll put it to you this way. From what I know, if corruption was a person, it'd be Miss Fani Willis. If Atlanta scammer lifestyle was a person, it'd be Miss Fani Willis. It's a lot of people just like this in Atlanta that occupy public office and everything else. I showed you guys the lady that got drunk outside the the the, the club or whatever, the 404 bar, whatever that was. Okay, I showed you guys her. That's the same kind of energy you get right here with Fani Willis. All right, so yeah, shout out to her and shout out to the guy, my man. My man, you can do better than Fonnie Willis. I know it's a big bag of money. I get it. But you getting yourself in some really, really hot water. There's other ways to live this kind of life without having to go fornicate with this sugar mama. <laughs> I mean, do something else, my man. Good grief. Have a, hey man, have some integrity. Have some integrity, sir. Are you still married? Anyway, I digress. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. All right. And we got Super Chats on deck. Then we're going to get to the calls. Uh, the number to call, 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Let's keep on rocking. Yeah, the drunk lady was hilarious. She was screaming and hollering, acting the fool. It was a mess. All right, but we got super chats on deck right quick. Thank you to Apu Bakar All Puff Daddy who says, ABO, you are street smart with lots of life experience dealing with all kinds of people. Thank you. What's your opinion? Is Ray Epps a fed? Since it's a joke, I'm going to cover Ray Epps in a, in a separate video tomorrow, I think. Slap on the wrist, basically nothing for what he did. I mean, it's clear to me Ray Epps is a fed. It's weird how the left defend this guy. Anybody else linked to J6 at all. They could have been inside the building, outside the building. Anybody linked to J6, they want to give the rope. But for some reason, not Ray Epps. I don't understand. It's so weird. If he's not a Fed, I can't tell. If he's not a Federale, I can't tell. Why is he being treated so, so lovingly? It doesn't make any sense to me. Thank you to Garfowski for becoming the member. Thank you to Apu again who says, left says, what evidence? Where is common sense? Also, ABL, New York City Democrat governor, government kicking kids out of schools to move illegal aliens to live in those schools. I hope the community finally sees Democrats are racist. Right on. Thank you to Apu again who says, finally Willis engaging in extracurricular activities with a boyfriend all on a taxpayer's dime. Case got to be thrown out. 
Don't you think KBL? It's got to be. If what I'm saying is true about her, you know, um, giving this guy a bunch of money from Fulton County DA's office, she, she signed off on it, and the money and the, and the and the money was given back to her through trips and vacations and things of this nature. She's got to go. And not only with the case against Trump get thrown out, but all of her current cases that get thrown out. This person, from my point of view, is not really trying to be a true DA. They're trying to play as a DA, use it as a springboard to get fame and fortune and to do something else. I don't think she likes being a lawyer. I don't think she likes her job and she wants to do something else. That's my opinion, but I digress. Apple also says, Judge Flo Payne says, Trump going to get seals to delete Democrats. What an idiot judge. Disrespectful to special forces, to the law, and President Trump. Absolutely crazy. Thank you to Apple again who says, ABA waffle toppings, jam, syrup, honey, cream. Um, syrup, hot syrup on the waffle, and butter, of course. A little bit of whipped cream if you got it. We're rocking and rolling for sure. Michael Critchlow says, have you seen, I've been keeping up with the Q9 shaming clips on Vlad TV. He's been holding his own, making great points about J6. I've not seen that. I got to check it out. Now that's going to be, that's, he's on Vlad TV. Very interesting. And I know Vlad is very, 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 very liberal. Liberal as liberal can be. I'm surprised he would have a guy like that on there. And I know what kind of questions DJ Vlad asks? DJ Vlad will become uh, DJ Vlad will become the guy from Dragnet. I'm showing my age. He become the guy from Dragnet. Dun, 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 dun. A badge and all that right here. A big police badge during the interview. Matter of fact, when the when the interview starts, he'd be like, "Okay, um, I'm Vlad, Officer Vlad," and flash the badge like that before he start to ask the questions. Okay, he probably try to prosecute that guy right there on DJ Vlad. Um, dot com. But anyway, so I got to watch that. Thank you to Apu again who says, ABO waffles, pancakes, crepes, French toast, Cinnabons, French toast all day long. Yeah. And I'm not even a, a breakfast food dessert kind of guy. But when I do want to let my hair down and just act up French toast all day long. And if, if I want to be really wild, I'll do some French toast sticks like I did back when I was about five years old. So yeah, Shout out to French Toast Sticks. Yeah, I know I'm old. It is what it is. I would watch that at, on Nick at Night back in the day. When I go to Roanoke and stay at my granny's house, I'd be up about 11 o'clock at night watching Dragnet. That was my thing. Uh, shout out to Apple again who says, ABL, Canadian Stasi police arrested rebel media reporter Mike David McKenzie's. Show your audience video. Canada is falling. Rebel News going to sue Slam Dunk. I saw that, but I didn't watch it. Um, I might not be able to find it right now. Uh, let's see if I can. If I can't, then I'll just keep on rocking here. Okay, here we go. Ms. Freeland, how come the IRDC is not a terrorist group? Why is your government supporting Islamo nationalism? What? What are you doing? You're under arrest for assault. Why are you under arrest for assault? You're under arrest for assault. Please. Police, you're under arrest. How am I under arrest? You bumped into me. You pushed into me. You bumped. I was just scrubbing. I got my credentials here, and you just bumped into me. So, excuse me. Police, you're under arrest. What is your name and your badge? 
Why am I under arrest? He, 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 he blocked my way. What? I was just scrumming uh, Christian Freeland. I'm, I'm a police officer. You're under arrest. What is your name and your badge number? Assaulting a police officer. How is that possible? Okay. Because you assaulted me three years ago when blackface. Okay, so it's, it's kind of a long video, but you see what's going on right there. My man got kind of hemmed up, um, but there's nothing beyond that. He didn't really get beat up, but he did get hemmed up pretty, pretty, pretty rough. You know, that's Canada. Shout out to Canada. Hey, man, you know, it, it's, it's like that out there. Um, Apu says NWA was right, at least about Trudeau's Stooges. Thank you to Michael Critchlow who says, are you friendly with Terrence K. Williams and have you tried any Cousin T's breakfast products? Ordered his maple syrup and it's pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I'm friendly with him. I met him a few times. Really good dude. Really, really, really genuine person. I've not tried the breakfast products. I don't, like I said, I don't really eat breakfast food like that. I've not had waffles, pancakes, anything like that in a very long time. Probably last time I had something like that might have been at a hotel. Uh, man, maybe about three or four years ago. Probably not that long. Probably about. We'll be in 24 now, maybe 2021. So it's been a while, but I've not had any. So yeah, shout out to him. I might have to just get some just because. I used to cook pancakes back in the day, but I've not cooked a pancake. I've not cooked a pancake since uh, my 20s, maybe. I don't know. It's been a while. Uh, thank you to Apple who says, you think liberal women have daddy issues with Trump? <laughs> I think um, they have a lot of other issues, uh, a lot of issues, and that could be one of them. Michael Crystal also says, reminder, U.S. national debt has reached $34 trillion. Thank you to Cool Jimmy for the question that I answered earlier about Nigerians. Shout out to the Nigerians. Huh? Shout out to Nigerian, my, my brother, my Nigerian brother. Shout out to Nigerian. Thank you to Brody Z who says, ABL, my guy, I appreciate you. I have the utmost respect and admiration for how much this channel has grown. I have nothing but love for you. One love. Thank you, man. I definitely appreciate you. It means a lot to me, for sure. All right. They could have to Xbox who says blocking the thoroughfare of commerce is an act of war, treason, or espionage. Your pick. They could to cool Jamie who says I'm a U.S. I'm a I'm a SSG U.S. Army current deployed to the border. Hey, shout out to you, man. I know it's rough out there. You guys don't have what you need. So, man, I just say hang in there. I know morale is rough. Just hang in there, man. Do what you can. Do what you're able to do, and just just hang in there. Hopefully, we get better people in office so you're able to do your job in a more effective way. So shout out to you, man. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for your service. Thank you to Matthew says, it's clearly racist. Instead of him being shackled, the judge could have worn helmet and pads. Why does he need to be the one to gear up? Exactly. I mean, come on. Let's let everybody else just put on their hockey gear, put on their battle armor, okay? And if this guy wants to just act up and become a Tasmanian devil, just let him. Let them destroy everything in the courtroom, the the, the bench, uh, uh, whatever. The TVs, the bench, the, the the little typewriter they have to transcribe the goings-on, the little desk where they draw the sketches, flip all that stuff up, and let him just do it. All right, so let's go ahead and keep on rocking and rolling. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Let's get to the calls. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. 
The number is always in the description. Also, at a certain point in the ticker right below, there it is, 434-658-1220. All right. Good stuff. All right, Matt, what's going on? Anthony, what's weird? It's weird today, man. What's, what's weird? Well, I mean, finally the Democrats are having some kind of sexual scandal that I sort of agree with, and I would say it's somewhat normal. You know, some married guy sleeping with some woman that he works with. I mean, out of all things, it doesn't – it feels like nothing makes you happy, man. <laughs> well, hey, man, it, it's crazy when you're using the money that comes from taxpayers of Fulton County – you're going on trips and things of this nature. Kind of like what Ilhan Omar does, but I guess she does it legally because she's married to the guy. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that too. Um, man, you really went out on a limb uh, with my boy Lloyd Austin there. You were like guessing all kinds of stuff and you didn't have a lot of facts, I don't think. I was right. No. No, you weren't right. I was. What did I say? What did I say that was wrong? Well, my my man my man Lloyd Austin was clearly getting <laughs> oil changed and some batteries fixed up. Oh, uh, okay. Is that is that what was going on? Is is that is that Crane? Is that who that is? Yeah. <laughs> See, here's his robot body. And then this is this is the Secretary of Defense. Oh, uh, okay. Like that that's Crane is the the guy running the show. Yeah. <laughs> And man, you need to talk about breakfast food more often. I've never seen you get so many super chats. Like, and, and I wore this shirt all day today. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Stuff is like straight up spooky, man. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, it's wild. Uh, hey, uh, you know I work in aviation, right? Yes. Uh, that door don't fit out through that hole. Okay, so I, I figured the door, it popped off from the outside, right? N no. Uh, so the way that that door works is you actually got to pull it out onto your lap and then turn it sideways and push it through. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when that thing blew out, uh, it took like interior panels and everything with it. The door was never supposed to come out, but what... My theory on the whole thing is that when they do like A checks and C checks and stuff like that, they do inspections on the planes. They take that door and that interior panel off the maintenance crew. So, so not even Alaska Airlines or it's not even Boeing. The maintenance crew will take that door out so they can get the seats in and out of the airplane. Mm. And if you had any one of those bolts in loose or not, that thing's not coming out. So there's, there's springs on the bottom of it that if, if you disengage the latches, which without the, the bolts in there, it'll disengage. You know, it's normally it's a latch that you activate with your hand. The whole door will spring up. So I think that whole door was sprung up for flight after flight after flight uh, because someone forgot to put the bolts. And if, and if one of the four bolts was in there, that door wouldn't come up and it would stay latched because the bolts don't actually keep it there. Does that make sense? So what keeps the door there if not for the bolts? There's like really big pins and kind of like cam receptacles that the pins go into. Uh -huh. What ends up happening is the door comes down 
and then it's disengaged or excuse me, the door goes up and then it's disengaged. So if it if it moves vertically before it moves out, then the door can be removed. But it still has to come in and then out. So I think I think the door was kind of like halfway out of its tracks for many, many flights because they had a they had a maintenance message uh, for cabin pressurization on it for a long time. So this this investigation is going to go back a long time to figure out who removed that door last. Yeah, I, is, I, I, I saw that they found a door and they don't have they don't have the bolts. They don't have the. I didn't know that part. But, yeah, that was that was a guess. The, mm. the bolts couldn't have any one bolt would have kept it from doing what it did. Right. Which is wild. But man, that's all I got for you. I just, you know, lay off, lay off the defense secretary. Dude. <laughs> okay. All right, man. Be Thank good. Call. Appreciate it. Yeah. I almost forgot to talk about the door. The, the whole thing with the door. I have an update on the door too. I'm going to do a video about that tomorrow because there's, there's some more stuff happening with that. Now, now we're in, now we're into the lawsuit phase and I'm going to talk about that tomorrow in the video. But yeah, that, the whole thing with the uh, Alaska airlines door, um, they, like you said, there was notifications about a pressure warning for many flights. So there's some problems. They did. It, just, it, it refused to acknowledge the problems. Four seven zero. You know, line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap, and I've loved kids jumping on my lap. Anthony, man, how's it going tonight, man? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, man. Everything's going well. Yeah, it's Greg from Wild and Wacky Atlanta, where anything could happen any time. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> wow, <clears throat> excuse me. I, I'm just uh, really sitting back and enjoying Fatty Willis's case uh, just fall apart against Trump, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's looking pretty bad for her right now. Yeah, man. Uh, she's taking uh, all these trips all over the place with our taxpayers' money. So I should give her some travel advice. I've traveled all over the world. I mean, you might as well because she's using your money to do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might as well. Um, wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. So much going on in the world. This is crazy. Um, we're having a, um, I belong to an organization called the Atlanta World War II Roundtable, and the anti-Semitism has become such a problem that we're talking about that come uh, January 20th. So I'm really excited about going to the meeting and talking about that. What is up with all this anti-Semitism? I mean, it's, it's been going on for a long time, but all of a sudden it's like, the door's been open since October 7th and all this Jew hatred is coming out in America. I mean, what do you think? What's your take on this? What do you think is going on with that? I mean, I think some of it could be legitimate hatred of Jews, but some of it is not. And then I think people are conflating different things. Like, I, I, I don't know. Some, some people just take things a little bit too far. It's just like, there's racism that happens yeah. in America. It does happen, but sometimes it's not. And then, when you conflate things together, it makes it kind of magnify more than I think what it should be. Yeah, and all these people are coming out these days, especially 20-somethings, lying and saying that the Holocaust never happened. There's just too much evidence to prove that it did. It's the most documented historical event in history. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, going to be... the Nazis filmed all of it. I've yeah. seen the films. I mean, it's just nothing new. We've known about this for 80 years. I mean, it's just, I just don't get it. It's just so sick. It's very dangerous what they're doing, telling people, teaching that the Holocaust never happened. You know, this became really big back around the late 90s. All this Holocaust denial is really pissing me off. You know, I'm not even Jewish or anything, but I'm a student of history. 
And the thing that really gets me is, you know, you look at all these people, the Jews, six million or more that were murdered during the, the Nazi Holocaust, and you have to sit back and think, what if this were you? You know, what if they were coming after you, you know, and your family and your friends? How would you feel? You know? And when you look at it from that perspective, it brings the human element into it, into this history. It's just so sick. It pisses me off. They ought to run over these people in the, you know, the Palestinian protesters, whatever, the anti-Israel protesters. I'd run their asses over. You know, that just pisses me off. Anyway, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but uh, you be safe when you come down here to Atlanta. Oh, will do. Absolutely. All right, man. Best wishes to you. And you're a funny guy. I just want to let you know that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that, man. Appreciate, thank, thank you for the call. I appreciate you. Keep it up. Thank you. See you later. Bye. All right. Great call. Shout out to my man. And the phone lines are jumping. Y'all, please hang tight. I will get to you as soon as possible. All righty. Let's go. Victor, what's going on? Hey, thanks for taking my call. No problem. Hey, if I'm looking for extraordinary evidence for God, I would look at the Alaskan airline. Yeah, because that right there could have been really, 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 really bad. Yeah. How can it that the 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 doors blown off and no one was sitting in those seats. Right. And both yeah. of the seats, like any like it could have been because it was it was a regular just row. The, the seats could have been occupied and then the plane was just taken off. So seat belts might have been off. They could they would have been out of the plane immediately. Yes. That is a miracle that no one was sitting there. <laughs> anyway, the the Aaron Rodgers and the Jimmy Kimmel uh, beef. What do you think about that? Um, I'm not really familiar with it. Like I, I'm, I'm hearing about them having a problem, but I don't know what the the problem is. It's all over the whole Epstein doc- documents or the the Epstein list, the supposed the supposed list. Thing is. Jimmy Kimmel started it by calling out Aaron Rodgers, saying that he was concussed. And Aaron Rodgers didn't say anything to Jimmy Kimmel. What happened a while ago, probably probably a couple years when the when the list Epstein list first came out or the rumors came out, Aaron Rodgers went on Pat Pat McAfee show said that hey, you heard about that Epstein list. Then Jimmy Kimmel said, uh, talked about that and said, I think I think Aaron Rodgers had been concussed too many times to talk about an Epstein list. What? Yeah. Then when the news came out about the whole documents being dropping and then possible lists may be coming out soon, Aaron Rodgers came out, said, well, it looked like Jimmy Kimmel was afraid, hope, hoping that that list doesn't come out. And Jim Kimmel got pissed off about it, talking about he he's threatened to sue Aaron Rodgers and stuff like that. Wow, really? <laughs> like yeah. what? I mean, to me, that that's pretty. That's a that's a crazy thing to even like. I don't I don't know why Kimmel would even respond that way in the beginning because I think everybody should be on board with that talking about yeah, this list is pretty serious because Epstein was a bad person. So I don't even know why he would come out and say that from the beginning. It's weird. What's so crazy with Kimmel and everybody else that's talking about they call, call all these people conspiracy theorists about the list? I thought you said I thought that they they care about the children. 
Yet, though, you have this criminal raping that raped children and you want to and people want to find out who who was who was along with that. So they could so we could lock them up and you're mad that people are hope is trying to find out the truth behind the whole Epstein Island thing. And also with Jimmy Kimmel, don't get pissed off when you one that threw rocks at Aaron Rodgers first. And he didn't even bought and when he clapped back, you get pissed off about it. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. The the last one I want to talk about is what I've seen from Lives of TikTok. And you're the, and you you reposted this. What what happened in England at a a pride pride event with children? The had a stripper that was dancing uh, in front of the yeah, children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a there was like little kids, like little toddlers. And there was a stripper. I'm not sure what kind of, this is a male, like it might have been a man, but it was literally like a stripper outside dancing in front of these children. And I'm like, okay, at a certain point, we got to call it what it is. These are sex offenders doing this. There's nothing else to say. It's not even about LGBT. They want to use LGBT to hide it and say, hey, we're being inclusive. What you're really doing is you're abusing children. That's all you're doing out in the open using, again, the shield of LGBT to try and hide. Yeah, exactly. I, I said this before on your show when they were talking about the banning of the banning of books, these these sex books, that the issue when it comes to the 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 community, so, some of the people in the community is that how they basing their personhood, their their identity those type of people basing their identity best based off how they like to have sex, who do, who they like to have sex with. When you have, when you base your, your personhood and your dandy on that, I don't want you near my children at all. That's right. Because you're going to try to sexually force your identity on these children based on sex. Just like we've seen on t- lives of TikTok, fix your fix your identity first before you even come out and try to present yourself, especially to ch- to to children. Exactly, hundred percent correct. Cool. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Bye. All right, great call. Shout out to my man Victor for the call. Most certainly appreciate him. Let's keep on rocking and rolling. The number to call four three four six five eight one two two zero. Let's go to. Eight five nine. You're the line. Who am I speaking to? Yo, ABO, how's it going? Guess what, man? Guess what? What's going on? I passed my test. Okay, congratulations, man. Oh, I I am so happy. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I'm happy about it. Oh man, I'm just joining, listening to the show. And hey, about the the Jewish people coming out coming out of the, the, that tunnel. Because they made that little tunnel. I want to be honest with you. That's one. That's one of the stereotypical Jewish stereotypical stereotypes I ever heard. It's crazy. Well, they they did it. They they sure did do it. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I'm like, come on. I mean, I have a cousin who lives in Israel, and like, when he starts having a panic attack, he's like, I'm gonna dig a hole and try to try to try to hide in it. It's like, dude, come on. And like, like you know, that joke that that song did you made? It was hilarious. It was <laughs> funny. It was funny. Oh my god, I was laughing my I was laughing my butt off. And and you know, I'm 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 
partly Israeli. You know what I'm saying? I'm, like, I'm, I'm from my dad's side. I'm a quarter. And, and, you know, Mel Brooks, one of the most greatest, you know, comedy artists in the world is Jewish. And he would, he would love that joke so much. <laughs> yeah, I think somebody, hey, on, it's like, like, what, 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 one of the comments said, um, he, he, he sent it to his rabbi. He said the rabbi, he said the rabbi wants something on the t-shirt. So I think that they like it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. Hey, and it, 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 hey, we all laugh at stereotypes. That's why they call it stereotypes. It's just goofy. Right on. And, and, and the, the, the woke, the wokesters, man, they're becoming worse than they're becoming just as bad as the, the religious PMRC back in the day, man. It's crazy. Yeah. It's wild. Hey man, I, I enjoyed the show, man. I'm about to get off. And uh, hey, on the chat, say 420. If we're, we're if we're if we're both 420, talk to you guys later. Bye. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. All right, so yeah. Shout out to the tunnels. Yeah, that, that video it went viral on Instagram. It's like 20 million views. I had no idea. I was just you know just being just being creative, thinking the things, and it just popped out. Let's keep on rocking here. Let's go to. Two five zero. You're alive. Who am I speaking to? Hey ABL, it's uh, old Jim Bob. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you for calling. Appreciate it. Uh, I sometimes have some trouble with this phone. Can you hear me? Okay. I hear you pretty well. Okay. I just want to. Uh, so I'm not uh, from the United States. I wanted to talk a little bit about the video that you had earlier, where that reporter was uh, was arrested by those police officers, and I wanted to let you guys know. Some of the other things that are happening north of the border, too, so that you guys have an idea what comes with some of this leftist uh, leftist government. Um, so that guy was set up by that police officer, and it was uh, right on camera. And I'm a, I'm a big fan of police. I don't believe in defund the police. But uh, this fellow uh, was set up by one of those guys, and, and you know I think that that's something that would be awfully scary for the average Joe Another thing that uh, I think is is scary is the prices of our houses. You mentioned um, a couple of shows previous how, you know, where you get leftist governments, you might get uh, house prices driven up. Where I come from, the average house, this is an average house, is worth about $1.5 million. Oh, my goodness. And I did a mortgage. Yeah, no, it's crazy. And I did a mortgage calculation. And uh, if I came up with a half million dollar down payment, my mortgage payments would be $7,000 a month. So up, up here, we can pay uh, between 6 and $8 a liter for fuel, for gasoline. And a lot of people don't understand that these things happen when governments uh, pay for giant programs and have to print money in order to pay for them. And this, this causes inflation. So uh, the last thing I'll say is that, um, you know, you guys can beat these people. Don't lose hope. Uh, North of the border here, a lot of people have no home ownership. That dream is gone for them, but it doesn't have to be that way. And if I was you, I would start at small local school board elections, motivate yourselves, and uh, and vote out the people that are that are enacting these policies. So thank you very very much for taking my call, ABL. I'm a longtime fan. Thank you for the call. I appreciate you. Wow. Let's just can we just talk about that for a second before we get back to the calls. Average home price, $1.5 million. A down payment of half a million, $500,000 cash for a down payment. <sighs> I, and then you're still paying seven grand a month for your mortgage. Listen, 
if I had five hundred thousand in cash, I could pay my whole house off right now. <laughs> like my whole my my entire house, boom, and have a little bit of money left for the weekend. I mean, yeah. Why would you even buy a house at that point? I just, I, I live in Toronto and buy a house in Buffalo or Niagara, somewhere like that, rather than Canada. But I digress. Let's keep on rocking here. Nine seven nine, you don't lie. How much we could do? Right now, <laughs> like my whole my, my entire. Can you house. hear me? Okay, okay. Before we continue, turn some more from the back uh, for me, he, please. Yeah. All right, so mama. House at that point. Uh, hold on. I, I live in Toronto and buy a house in. I'm sorry. I had to just turn it off. There we go. What's happening, Hello? man? Oh, what's happening? Oh my goodness. This is ADL. Yes, it is. Oh, my goodness. All right. Mama, say something. How you doing, ADL? Been looking at you a lot. Well, thank you. I appreciate you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, So I've been looking at you way back. And people might say uh, certain numbers or whatever. Yeah. I seen you since you was at uh, when you de- debated Destiny. Oh yeah, that was like twenty eighteen, I think. It could be twenty seventeen. Yeah, it's been a while. But yeah, yeah, it's been a while. So I'm that's I just put it out there right there, and um, what I was just trying to get to is immigration. And I was telling my mother about that. Yeah, they was going to uh, ship them to the army. I mean, basically bring everybody to the army from other nations. And now we have a bunch of people that is in the army that is armed. And we know nothing about what they're doing. That's How right. do you feel about that? Yeah, it's it's crazy. And I think that might be part of the plan, which is why China, they got a whole ring set up where they bring in these military aged men to the United States, other countries as well. And then they know kind of how we work with our politics and they want these bodies to come into the army. Um, they're, they're pushing TikTok on us and that's kind of reducing the numbers because that's poisoning the minds of the young people. That's a Chinese product. So, so they, they poison the minds of the youth and say, okay, don't join the military. They poison the military itself, all this woke stuff. And then they bring in their own people to become part of the military. And then when it's time, they activate them. Now we got a problem. Oh, yeah. Now we got a problem. And then even in the system, you got scammers. And I'm not, I'm, look, I am a black person, but scammers, they are scamming people and now we are coming against or coming across one world religion or one world government not just one world religion but one world government and so now we have people that is on one situation and that's scammers And so now we have all people 
they need to take accountability because everybody is doing the same thing. It's not just one race. Absolutely. Do you, yeah, do you understand that one? Oh yeah, right on. You know, it's it's a lot going on and you know, the, the whole race thing, that's kind of not even really important when you're talking, but when you zoom out and look at what's happening, you got to look at nation versus nation. It don't really matter what color you are because when you go overseas as an American, I mean, really, you just blue with that passport. That's the main thing that they're worrying about. Yeah, kingdom against kingdom. We all living. And see, what I also look at that we do see Russia and Ukraine. We see China and supposedly America. We see Israel and uh, Gaza or Palestine. But then we also, we cannot forget about uh, Kim, <laughs> Kim Jong-un. We cannot forget about them. And they also in the mix of everything. And so that's why we have to prepare and endure. Right on, man. Well, thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate you. Uh, well, hold on, hold on. Let let my mother. Uh, no, no. Say say goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, I I love your show. I've been listening, and it's a lot. ABL. Good night. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for watching. Thank you. <laughs> All right now. All right. All right, shout out to the call. Great call. Shout out to you, boss. Shout out to your mom. Thank y'all for watching. Really, really appreciate y'all. Been watching for a long time. That Destiny debate, believe it or not, that was, it had to have been 2018, maybe 2017, but I think it was 2018. I remember that day. Yeah, this was a long time ago. We're now in 24. So we're talking about approaching six years ago. But people still, people still to this day, that was six years ago. People still to this day come up to me in the street and talk about that debate. Still to this day, six years ago. So that tells you how impactful it was. I need I need to do some more debates like that, like bigger stage debates. I used to go on television and debate when I was on RT, uh, debating my friend Reese Everson and my my other homie Anthony, my, the other Anthony. Guys like that. I might do some I need I need to do some more of that for sure. Let's keep on rocking. Let's go three one five in online. Who am I speaking to? Hey Bill. Troy from upstate New York. How you doing, bud? Everything so well. I, I mean, I got a little bit of noise in the background. Turn some yeah. for me. Oh, okay, I thought I did. Right. Yep. All right. Sorry about that. I, I meant to hit pause. Oh, it's all good, man. What's going How on? How you been, man? I haven't talked to you in a while. <laughs> I, everything's all good, man. No complaints. Hey, what, what do you think about that whole Miami thing, man? I haven't heard you talk about that. With, uh, <laughs> It's it's Alien, nothing. Whatever. Yeah, nah, I don't. I'm, I'm not. I'm not convinced, man. I, look, we have. We're we're in a world where everybody has a cell phone, and they're always on it. So I refuse to believe the only footage of the so-called alien <laughs> is from ten thousand miles away. Okay, like yeah. I want the up close and personal camera, body camera, police cam. Okay, you got a thousand police cars. Nobody's cameras on. Nobody has a cell phone up front. I'm not buying it. I know it's crazy, right? Like, I, I don't know. I, I would more believe in something like spiritual or demonic or something like that other than, well, I don't get why alien. 
Why, why is it like everything that's happening now is about aliens? I mean, you know I think, I, mean? I, I think ultimately aliens may present themselves or you may see some technology that you can't explain. And then they're going to say, well, it's alien technology that could happen. So they're trying to kind of get us ready for it. But that whole thing in Miami, that was <laughs> that, that, that was CGI at best. CGI at yeah, best, man, and was, just outright somebody just on their phone bore at worst. Exactly, that was just weird, man. That was weird. But I mean, it, all them cops wouldn't be there for kids. You know what I mean? Fighting, I don't believe. It's just, I don't know. What What really bugged me is I was I was watching a uh, an interview Tucker Carlson was in, and he was saying that the stuff that he found that he found out. He, he like does he really wishes he wouldn't have found out and that um he it was so bad that he didn't even want to tell his wife so something crazy is gonna happen man oh yeah i mean i've uh-huh. i've heard i've heard quite a few things about just the world in which we live and i've seen some things i wish i could unsee yeah of course but the yeah. Miami, the miami thing that that wasn't it that's that's not quite it i think once we i think when we see it it's not going to be a discussion of if it was real or not. I think it'd pretty much be right in our face and it'd, it'd be pretty, it'd, it'd be evident and we can't deny it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think there's definitely something to it. We, we, we can't be the only species around, you know what I mean? <laughs> right on. But I don't know, man. I just think that uh, something crazy is going to happen, man. I mean, on top of all the craziness that's already happening. But I don't know, man. That, that that video you put out, that thing you put out with the little man, the guy coming out of that that hole was hilarious. It was hilarious. <laughs> Thank you, man. <laughs> that was great, man. You, you and I'm gonna, I'll let you go, man. But uh, yeah, man, it's craziness. You, all the more reason to not care about anything. You know what I mean? Like, who cares? Just love everybody, man, because something's gonna hit the fan soon. So, um. One love to everybody in the chat. Just just love each other, man, because <laughs> something's going to happen crazy. But have a good one, ABL. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, buddy. All right. Shout out to my man for the call. And um, <laughs> you know what? You know, would it really be scary if you saw an angel? If you saw an angel, like a biblically accurate angel, be not afraid. I'm terrified. You saw something like this. Like, that is a biblically accurate angel, or close to it. If you saw that, you'd be totally terrified. But that right there, that had come from your your Christian faith. That's how they look. This beautiful white lady with angel wings? No, that's not what an angel looks like, according to the Bible. So some things, if you see it, you you it, it, your, your whole world instantly would be told returned upside down inside out you you whatever you believed in before would be completely done in an in instantaneously and it wouldn't be a matter of discussion oh was that real if you if you see something like this and look at the scale of the person all the way just down there at the bottom of the screen something like that uh, a 500 foot tall set of eyes and wings man please <laughs> like be not afraid. I'm terrified. I've never been more afraid in my life. But anyway, let's keep on going. Skype caller, who am I speaking to? 
Oh, hello, ABL. Yes, indeed. What's going on? Oh, hey, mate. It's Danny. Thanks for taking my call, mate. No problem. Yeah, amazing show tonight, man. Amazing callers. Well, appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, so um, don't you think it's time we start um, bringing parachutes with us when we next go fly? Hey, man, I, we need something. Uh, a, a parachute, a spare plane, a spare door. I, matter, I mean, just, just bring extra parts. Okay, if the door falls off, the wing falls off, let's let's do it like Legos and attach it mid-flight because I'm not trying to go to the ground. I think I think it should be mandatory. I think they should uh, hand it out to you when you get on a flight, man, because... I mean, I know that, like they say, flying is the what is the safest form of traveling, right? Yes. But you know, that's fair enough. But until it isn't, you know, what I mean, you're gonna want a parachute, aren't you? So. Yeah, I think I think one of the main things they should do is just check the plane properly because they already had basically what was going on from what I read is that there was pressurization warnings. And rather than actually fixing it, it just kind of cleared it and ignored it. So if they were to fix the warning, then the problem would have been resolved. So it wouldn't have, the door wouldn't have flown off. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's fair enough. It's just, I just think you just, you never know what can happen to you in life. And I think I'd rather be sitting there with a parachute on just in case. So if something does happen, at least I'm, because, you know, if the plane's going down, you know, you're, you're 100% you're gonna you're gonna die so i'd rather be given a chance to jump out you know what i mean and right. uh if it's over the sea then that's, that's that's not gonna be great but if you're flying over land you might you might have a good chance you'll survive you know what i mean right i mean are you allowed to bring one with you and just wear it on the plane or will you get like what, what how, how would that work yeah you probably can't have a you probably can't have that on the plane it'd probably be pretty bulky i, I would think it'd be pretty bulky but i don't know i i can't really call it yeah, no, it's, it's just yeah. Um, but yeah, that um, that short you did of the the Jew coming out of the sewer was honestly hilarious, ABL man. I, I actually genuinely thought you were there filming. I was like, what's ABL doing in NYC? You know, filming a birth of a Jew. <laughs> Sorry, that's a bad, bad anti-Semitic joke. I, I apologize. No, it's all good. But I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, no, it was really, really funny. I mean, it's an interesting story, you know. Um, but didn't they sort of, wasn't the reason they sort of built that was during the pandemic and they wanted to sort of, um, because obviously the government said you can't go to, you know, church and pray. And so they kind of built it underground. So that could they, was it kind of, that was the reason, right? No, like that was, that was the initial reason that was floating around social media. But the tunnel was built six months ago. Like it was, they, they started building it six months ago. So this was way past um, COVID restrictions. Oh, so it had nothing to do with the... Oh, okay, all right, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, and no, I, I thought it was because of that, and I was thinking, well, if it was because of that, then that's pretty based. I mean, you know I mean, if you got your government telling you can't go into your place of worship and right. pray, and then obviously they found another way, and I thought, okay, that's fair enough. But if it's for other reasons, then I guess it's a bit of a weird one. But, yeah, before I go, do you want to hear a quick interesting fact about that Miami incident that I've sort of um, found out? All right, go go for it. Yeah, so I watched a video of a guy, you know, going through all the reaction videos and film footage and people saying that they were there. Um, and some guys that come out that they were just lying, saying that they're, they're doing it for clout, you know what I mean? And um, But some people obviously said that they were there and they saw some things. But some woman done this video on it where she said that if you get the coordinates of the Miami Mall and you reverse it, you end up in Antarctica. 
And then the guy who was watching it obviously was like, no, she's definitely lying. And he did it like live while he was watching the video. And it, apparently it's true. Apparently if you reverse the coordinates, you end up in Antarctica. Now I know there's a conspiracy theory where they, people think there's aliens living, you know, under the ice in, in, in Antarctica. And uh, maybe one of the aliens put in the coordinates by accident and ended up in the Miami Moor. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't know about that one. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe he wanted to go visit the Lululemon store and get a pair of leggings. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but apparently it's real, though. I mean, I, someone could fact check me on that. But apparently if you do reverse the coordinates, you end up in Antarctica. So that's a, a fairly interesting, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I definitely say that. But yeah, I agree with you, though. And the other call is that apart from that, it's like... Ugh, we, we got no footage it's just a bunch of people saying they you know so it's like just like all the other stories out there it's just all hearsay isn't it yeah exactly like if, you, if if it was really some aliens you know some 10 foot tall alien and you got 200 police cars somebody's going to have a camera right up on it not something that's way up in the sky you can barely see it barely make it out I, yeah i'd instantly not buying it yeah no i totally agree well, yeah, thanks again, Avi, for taking my call. Really appreciate it, mate. Um, yeah, shout out to everyone in chat. Um, appreciate everything you do, man. Honestly, you're you're a legend, man. So, um, yeah, have a good have a good night, mate. Take care. Thanks for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, see you, mate. Bye. All right, great call. Shout out to my man for the call. Most certainly appreciate him. Let's keep on rocking and rolling. Five zero four on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, ABL. It's Alien Spaceship. All right, man. What's going on? All right. So uh, good calls tonight. And also I have some things to say, obviously. And I think that the situation with the, the tunnel and the synagogue, that is very strange. And, you know, I wouldn't know what that's for. And Rulia said it's not the Orthodox Jews, but the Hasidic Jews. I don't know if I said that right, but it was those, not the Orthodox ones. Okay. I got you. Yeah. And I would like to get more information about what's uh what's going on with that because yeah if, if they did it in their old country it's not what we do here yeah you can't just dig tunnels in new york city that's that's not how it's how, that you, you're going to get arrested right and and also yeah because there are all kinds of you need permits and you have to get everything together to make sure you're not hurting any other buildings or anything so yeah i totally agree with that that's right and that i saw what you put out about i saw what you put out about that airline how the the door blew off and that that sounds like a horror movie yeah i mean i I don't even know how i will react in the moment when i see the door of the plane that i'm on just fly off and i'm sixteen thousand feet in the air i mean that's that's got to be like the scariest moment of your life it's like your life would just flash before your eyes (laughs) right absolutely yeah, I'm glad you covered that. And also with the political stuff, like with Michelle Obama and the different people, I think that it's just going to keep on getting crazy. And have you heard that Czech Uger of Young Turks, he's also running for president? Yeah, okay. That's, that's funny. I mean, I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> just trying to get some more publicity, trying to, like, come on. Chunk Yogurt has no chance. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. And, yeah, there's just a, so it's a giant, as I say in the chat, it's a, a clown world. And also, 
I was reviewing some of the Epstein stuff, and just because somebody was mentioned in it doesn't mean they had anything to do with like the stuff he did. Maybe he saw somebody at a hotel or communicated with somebody allegedly or this or that. And so, but you know, Bill Clinton apparently, you know, yeah, there's some obvious things about him in there, <laughs> but that's not surprising. Exactly. Like, you know, people are like, okay, he, he might have seen, like you said, he might have seen somebody. It could be anything. A person name gets mentioned. There's a question asked about a person. That's different than, like you said, about Slick Willie going on the plane many, many times, going to the island, all that kind of stuff. Much different. <laughs> yeah. And also, I'll say that about the, the alien stuff in Miami, I also was uh, I was like skeptical about it in particular. And now there was a lot of police cars and people of all ages running away from something. And some arguments were saying that if someone saw a big bear, they may not take a picture of it. But I'll tell you that I wouldn't think it's something from outer space. As I said, if there was something supernatural, it was like some uh, al- demon or you know ghost or something, if there was something there at all. it's To me, in my opinion, it's a big mystery. Because uh, we don't really know what what exactly went on. There's apparently some fight that happened, and but I, we really do need to see uh, footage from a, a web not, not a webcam from a body cam or something to really see what happened there. Yeah, I mean, if you got 200 police cars or how many cars there were, you have dash cam, mm-hmm. you got body cam, you're going to have cameras on the cars that are going to roll automatically. So there's a lot of other ways you could discover that rather than somebody's cell phone taking a picture right there in the moment. Right, exactly. Because, uh, and I want to also say that, and I do, you know, believe in these supernatural things, obviously, because my YouTube name. But I do will say that sometimes they will put out distractions to distract you from something else they don't want you to uh, really look in the news about. Absolutely, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like this kind of thing right here. It's a distraction, or they're trying to get us ready for some real disclosure because it might be a thing that we'll see soon that we can't deny. And mm-hmm. if they didn't get us ready or they didn't put out stories like this, then it would be a bigger shock to the system. Mm-hmm. Exactly, ABO. And like we're some of my uh, people were talking about and people in the chat that they'll, you know, in movies and TV shows, they'll say little subliminal messages about aliens or other things to get people prepared for what's to come. Because I think if people knew it all at once, it would freak them out. So that and the other distractions, like remember when the Epstein documents are being released? There are so many of things coming out about a solar flare, about the aliens and stuff. It did seem like, in my opinion, they were trying to get people to be distracted about not looking at the Epstein files. Right. Absolutely. Right. And I do think that I don't think that he deleted himself, in my opinion. I think they didn't want him to expose stuff that they don't want people to know about. Yeah, I think that was definitely something that was set up because there there was too many problems going on, too mm-hmm. many issues. Um, the the cameras didn't work. The officers were online <laughs> shopping and went to sleep. It's like, come on, there there were too many different things that all happened to go wrong at the same time, and magically he winds up deleted. Right. It was either that or they're planning a trip to Antarctica. <laughs> all right there you go. <laughs> All right. That's all I have to say for this call. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Okay, bye. 773, you're in the line. I'm going to speak it to ABL, hey, it's your retired Chicago police officer friend. Thanks for taking my call. I'll be brief uh, this week, ABL. 
you know, the thing with the Jews and the tunnels in New York, I took a cue from the ABL playbook and I did my research. So uh, there was an article in a newspaper in New York, which was quoting a uh, Jewish newspaper in New York that was explaining that that sect of uh, Orthodox Jews within that group, there is a smaller group that believes that one of their uh, rabbis that died about 20 years ago, I don't have the name in front of me, but you can read it's, it's their ABL. Um, uh, a rabbi that died about 20 years ago, this smaller sect is saying that he is the Messiah. And the main group of this sect of Jews is saying, no, he's a great man, but he is not the Messiah. So this smaller group took over that synagogue, but they were overthrown by the larger group of more moderates that said, he's a great rabbi, but he's not the Messiah. So this smaller group was exiled to the building next door or a couple of doors down. And then it, uh, the article goes on to say that this smaller sect of Jews that were, uh, that were remanded to this other building wanted to take over the main synagogue. They felt that they, you know, that their ideology, they should take over the main synagogue. And that's why they were tunneling from one building to the other. It was for them to take over the main synagogue and not be in that sister synagogue or whatever it was. So that's what they are attempting to do. And it also goes on that it's not exactly tunnels. There are already tunnels. And I know this in Chicago, there's already, you know, like tunnels under buildings that they're like sub basements but they had to go on other people's property and knock down a few walls in these sub-basements in order to connect their sister building with their main synagogue building. So this was a, an internal Orthodox Jewish uh, thing that was happening. But in today's climate, with Hamas doing these tunnels, of course, New York, these New York Orthodox Jews are going to be criticized about making tunnels. And that's what this whole uh, uh, kerbuffle or whatever you want to call it, that's what this is all about. It's an internal thing in a Jewish synagogue between Orthodox Jews and a little bit more uh, uh, out there Jews that think that this one rabbi was the, the Messiah. So that's what that's about. But just like everybody wants to change the narrative, that's what they want to do here, you know, in the regular uh, United States. They want to say, they keep talking about this insurrection. It was a riot. It wasn't an insurrection. But if you keep saying insurrection, 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 people start to believe it and use that narrative as if it was fact. And it's not fact. There was not a coup. It was not an armed attempt at overthrowing the government. And in that case, then there would be people that need to stand trial for trying to overthrow the government. That's not what happened. It was a bunch of idiots, uh, you know, uh, uh, Black Lives Matter, uh, uh, Antifa, 
um, uh, extremist and and the conservative end of it, people in 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 Viking horns and idiots like that, and they got you know they had the mob mentality, and they went in, and then they did a lot of ruckus, and that was the end of it. If 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 that rally took place in New York or or Iowa or anywhere else, it wouldn't have been anything more than a riot, and that would be at the best of it. But but everyone should realize that they are trying to overthrow our way of government. They believe that their socialist communist ideas are better at serving people than our, the way our government works. And we can't have that because what happens is when, once they see that these policies don't work, then it's too late to try to rebuild your, your, your society. Your society, I mean, I told you once before, ABL, I used to work with a guy, an older guy from old Russia, and he used to explain, that's all Russia in the media. That's all Russian politics. The real Russia with the real people, they had a capitalist society. They sold gasoline, you have toilet paper, you have this. It was a barter system. It was a black market system to get what you want and to get the things you need and, and you know, to be enriched by whatever business you had going. So if your business was toilet paper, you had a thriving toilet paper business in the black market because that's the way society runs. They run out of... You know, off of capitalism, uh, you know, it, it does that. Uh, it just gets me crazy. I, I get triggered too, ABL. But that social society, that socialism and communism, it's proven not to work around the world. And we're, you know, I don't know how we're falling into this trap to give these people the power. That's what they want to do. They want to get in power and then make up the rules. Just like that woman, you know, she wants to be a DA. You're not a DA. You just, you hate Trump and you hate our way of life. And you want to promote what you think is better. And it doesn't work. Anyway, that's my two cents, ABL. Thanks for fitting me in this week, and I'll talk to you later and everybody else, too. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the call. Definitely appreciate it. Thank you, ABR. All right. That's a great way to end the show, and that'll be a wrap for me. Shout out to you guys for being here. I'll be back live again on Saturday night. Same bad time, same bad place. 8 p.m. Eastern time to right around right now, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Shout out to everybody for watching, retweeting, super chatting, whatever you're doing. I could not do this show without you. Shout out to you guys on the YouTubes. Shout out to you guys on the Facebooks. Thank you to everybody that's listening to me on your favorite audio streaming platform, whether that be Google Play, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, etc. Link for that will be in the description. And if you just want to search for ABO Live on your favorite audio streaming platform, that's an option as well. If you're over there right now on audio only, please give me a five-star rating, a review, whatever you could. I most certainly appreciate it. Shout out to the mods for keeping the trolls in check. Shout out to everybody for watching, retweeting, super chatting, whatever you're doing. I really, really thank you. Could not do this show without you. I think I got all the super chats here. I got one more. Shout out to Bob K MIT, who says, "Who would who should Trump pick for VP, Vivek or Christy Nome? Vivek. 
Uh, Christy Nome, I don't know a lot about her. I guess she's like attractive, but I don't know a lot about her beyond that. So Vivek, Vivek, for my point of view, is the guy that I've seen the most from that I'm impressed with the most aside from Trump. Now, he has his own issues, of course. So I think that as a VP, he would probably be good. I think that's kind of what he's angling for at this point is to become the vice president. I, 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 I know that everyone knows they can't actually become the president. So I think the purpose is for him to try and get that role. And if not Vivek, then I'm not really sure who. DeSantis is, ah, man, just disappointing. That's what I would say. DeSantis, dis, di, disappointing DeSantis. He had so much momentum coming into this campaign and it all fills it out because he he's really been running a poor camp. He's, the campaign has been run very poorly. Very poorly. And I don't know who to blame should be late on, but it's not good. And Chris Christie's out. And who else? Um, what's your what's your friend? Uh, uh, Nikki Haley, real bad. Nikki Haley ain't nothing but Dick Cheney in a pair of heels. Bomb, 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 bomb. I ran part two. That's this. That's it. R.I.P. to your man uh, John McCain. But I think that will be a wrap for me. Shout out to you guys. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these internets. And until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out and peace.